You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's roll. The Monday edition, Game Time Decisions Radio, Red Heat and Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. In the immortal words of Freddie Mercury, the show must go on. And the show goes on today, although um, we should note off the top of the program, uh, with heavy hearts as we speak right now, but we're still holding out uh, hope. A, a regular contributor to uh, this program joins us every Tuesday. He's been a regular guest on uh, my shows uh, for over 15 years, 16 years uh, actually uh, now since the uh, the original early days uh, from CFMB uh, 1280, Dave Malinsky. The professor, who's actually one of the more popular uh, guests that we have, not just popular in that he's smart, and we call him the professor, uh, but more popular in the sense that you can just tell he's a nice guy. Like, he really is one of the nicer guys. He's good friends with Mark Lawrence, who, of course, is a good guy, great guy. Uh, Ted Savransky as well. We're all old school uh, buddies. And uh, Dave Malinsky, uh, Dave Malinsky is into a horticulture. And uh, he's actually very good at it, and I was unaware of this. Dave, uh, he's a man of many crafts, but exactly. he actually has, like, a, a big time, like, he writes books and stuff about trees and the evolution of trees. And Some like, people just not just sports, Gabe. You talk about being the professor, I bet he knows a lot. <laughs> you think about his knowledge of that stuff. He works with the UNLV horticulture and potoculture uh, wow. department. I was talking to his mother this morning, who I never imagined yeah. I'd speak to Mrs. Dave Malinsky, but I was talking to his mother this morning, and she said he's actually more famous in the tree world than he is in the sports world under a different name wow. and, and about how he was studying this tree. And he went to, you know, he was going to see these trees uh, in Mount Charleston, on Mount Charleston, the Mount Charleston area outside of Las Vegas, in Las Vegas, but outside of Las Vegas. It's like 12,000 feet high, man. It's 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 a big mountain. It, Anyone that's flown into Las Vegas before, you see these mountains when you fly in, and it looks pretty cool. Yeah. Like I always think, oh, it'd be cool to just go for a walk up on the side of that. Uh, but when you're in a plane, it just looks like it's all nice sand yeah. and everything's all cool and stuff. But when you're actually up there, man, you got coyotes, rattlesnakes. Jagged rocks. Yeah, trenches. jagged rocks, trenches. You fall through, like, you know, the sand collapses, the mountain collapse, like, I hate to say it, but a lot of people do perish up there. It's it's a dangerous place, specifically to go alone, which he went alone. And uh, he's been missing since uh, Saturday morning now. Um, he is a uh, extremely experienced. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I guess he's been up there countless times. Uh, the fact that they haven't found him yet, that's what I'm holding out yeah. hope in, that, you know, if he was gone, they would find him. He'd be somewhere. Like exactly. he'd be right there. Like you know, how far yeah. could he have gotten if something happened? You know what I mean? So the fact that he's not there, you have hope. Yeah, leads me to have a little bit of hope uh, here. And you know, they found his car, but uh, it's a serious situation, man. And you know, I was clueless uh, to this. You know, I went to the basketball game on Saturday. Yeah, I saw you on TV. Yeah, we were on TV uh, a couple of times. We had a great time at the game. Uh, yesterday, I was feeling the effects uh, from uh, Saturday, so I laid low. Really wasn't online much. You know, I posted, uh, take taking Milwaukee Bucks, and then I sort of shut the computer off again. 
wasn't online at all yesterday, so I was unaware of any of this till this morning. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of a shock, guys. So, yeah, I just found out a couple hours ago. It's not just a guest. He's a good friend of mine. Yep. We've been good friends. Like, um, you know, as far as people in the industry is concerned and the guests that we have, I'm probably closer to him than any other of our guests. You know, like, we actually speak. Yeah. You know, we like, talk off to each the other air. A lot. Yes. Like, like a lot of time. our guests, nice guys, great yeah. guys, but – we speak on the air. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't really have – I don't know their personal phone numbers, et cetera. But, yeah, me and Dave Malinsky have discussed projects, future projects. And, you know, yeah, it's it's a real a real punch in the gut. I know you went to a funeral over the weekend. And yeah, it's, it's real life. What are we going to do? I can't nothing. sit here. We can't. I can't sit here and pretend that, you know, it's a normal day right now. No, One not. of my best friends is freaking missing in the mountains. Yeah. And his family's at his house freaking out right now. Like uh, It's unbelievable. I told and I told you my dad's in the hospital for COPD today. And Dave's missing. It's just yeah, it's just <clears throat> absolutely crazy. Blood. Yeah, it's um, so you know say a prayer. He's you know he he could be okay. You know like we got to hold out hope. Like I'm sort of thinking when I think like of brain power. When I think of brain power and somebody that could be calm yes. in a bad situation, it would be a guy like Dave. Yes, and he's, he's been up there panic. countless times. Not his first yeah. time. It's not like you and me. Yeah. Oh, if we were there, we're oh, yeah. uh, it's over. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Marenzi and Cam yeah. decided to go up to Mount Charleston and didn't come back. Like, we're we're done. Like, we're, you know. But Dave, it's like Ted Savransky. I was talking to Teddy. He said, listen, he said he really is in that sort of to only 2% of people would make it that he actually can. Like you said, he's a very smart guy. He is. I mean, so what happened? Did he get struck by lightning? Like, oh, what the hell happened? I have no idea. Like, I'm baffled by this. Like, how, too. like, you know, and I know like, like, it wasn't like he was mountain climbing. He was studying trees. Now, what was a very rural area, but, like, where the hell is he? Like, what could have happened? That, like, this is what I'm just baffled about. Like, I, what could have happened? Like, did he, did he fall through the earth? Like, that's, that's I, I don't know. I don't, I don't like to, I don't want to speculate, but I'm just saying the terrain there is really rough, and you know that from living there. I haven't been on top of Mount Charleston, oh, yeah. but I've been in the area. It's very, Dude, very you rugged. See these, uh, remember that guy in Arizona out there in the Red Rock Mountains at Utah, whatever? Exactly. Guy fell, man. Remember he had to chop off his freaking arm, man. Remember that guy who yeah, chopped off like his extremities? Yeah, just to strike. Yeah, because he's under a boulder. Yeah, it was the only way. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I got, I, I can live, but I got to chop it and off. And after that, he had to try to climb out with one arm, and he and he did. It was crazy. Yeah, like you know, there's, I don't know. I'm trying to, you know, not to make light of it, but no. you know, but. I'm actually hoping that it's like the Kathy Bates movie or something. Right now, Dave's like in, you know, some Somebody, crazy chick's house. There. Like he's in a farm. He's in a barn somewhere. Like, or he's in a rural hospital. Got, got picked up by somebody on the side of a road or like, you know, I don't know, man. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, so, well, you know, say a prayer. Obviously, yep. there's not much we can do right now. That's the that's the thing that gets to me, really. We're just sort of helpless. I mean, what what the hell can we do? They have drones. They have helicopters. And you said the drones are out there already. Yeah, the, up there. the drones are out there. They have helicopters. Um, the uh, the park rangers, the yep. Nevada State Park Rangers. Turns out, actually, Dave is friends with one of the, the head park ranger guy there because he went there so, so many, many times. times. So I get to know him. they know the areas that he went to, etc. But it's just very bizarre. You know, see, so yeah, we're we're holding out hope. Say a prayer. Um, but um, hey, we do the show. I mean, what are we gonna yep. do, right? What what are we gonna do? Sometimes real life gets in the way, though, man. It does. It does. I don't know what to tell you, Marenzi. Others turning into sports. I was really uh, 
glad what Indiana did. I'm, I'm glad they didn't uh, back down from uh, LeBron in Cleveland. And Lance Stevenson wanted to pick it with LeBron. I love that guy for what he does. I love the fact that he didn't back down, afraid of a star, got in his face. Remember before blowing in the ear? And I, what can I say about Oladipo and the Pacers? That win, the way they came out in Cleveland, was one of the biggest shockers in playoff basketball for me. Just destroying them from the top and seeing people in Cleveland walk away before the end of the game, down 17. Yeah, the Cleveland Cavaliers, LeBron James hadn't lost a first-round playoff matchup uh, since uh, 2012. I don't think he's ever lost uh, nope. a game one of a uh, opening nope. round series I, nope. before in his career, actually. First time he's lost, actually, a game. Think about that. I know. They've swept everybody in the first round going all the way back to 2012, or at least hard to keep up with LeBron. The guy changes teams all the time. <laughs> but <laughs> Good point. Whatever team he's been on has he lost. That's true. Yeah, they got drilled. Uh, the Pacers... That's just one win, and you know they're going to come back. I know know the league's going to help LeBron come back, or at least try to, but that's what you got to do to beat the Pacers and and to beat the Cavs. Bully them. God bless them. Bully them. No, you got to smash them. Smash them. It's sort of like a a fight where you know the judges are going to screw you. Like, the, the refs couldn't save LeBron. Like, if the Pacers are up by 18 and 22... It takes exactly. the refs out of the game, right? It's like, yeah, you could try to screw us for a foul, but tough. We're already winning by 18. Like, it's very important that you get distance against these guys because, you you know, you and I have talked about this. The Toronto Raptors, um, Toronto Raptors is a good basketball team, but there's a lot of people who are Raptor fans who are convinced that the league does, does not want them in the finals. And, I, you know, I don't think it's a conspiracy. I think it, it is a reality. The fact is, Cam... The lowest-rated World Series is of all time were the two Toronto, of the Blue yeah. Jays. Toronto, Atlanta, Toronto, Philly. Yep, and lowest. Speaking of which, we checked in with our man uh, Richard Griffin of the uh, the Toronto Star, longtime beat writer of the uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. We'll see if uh, good friend. Yeah, we'll see if he's a good friend. How much he actually <laughs> likes Cam or not. I told Cam. I said, send Griff Dog a text to see if he you know has he, he gotten back to us yet? Not, not yet. No, no, but good, I went good, out for a beer yeah, and a great, coffee great, with him last friend. week. No, he bought. Nah, he's a good guy. <laughs> he is a great guy. He loves you too, Marantz. Yeah, I know. I know. He thinks you're amazing. So, <laughs> he, hey, he tweeted me I'm like two for two with him last week. He just I don't know. I know because of this situation we had with Skydome. I got I guess the other. Other media outlets might be blowing up. Well, well, no, he could be busy. Exactly. Yeah. He's doing his thing right now. He's yeah. probably in the clubhouse. He's talking to people, etc. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we bring He's this on our up. radar. Um, listen, we know that the weather's whacked everywhere right now. It's not just here, although it's pretty depressing here. We're in Toronto, and man, it's like Russia or something. Yeah, well, my place, Gabe, it's under ice. Can't even open the windows are basically solid shut. Like you know what I mean? You can't open anything anymore. Uh, the vehicle. Just covered. It was just an ice block. Like you know, I poured hot water on the keyhole to open it. Oh, there's I, hundreds of thousands yeah. of people without power. Oh yeah, it's crazy. And uh, yeah, they canceled all the school for the kids and all the other stuff. It's uh, yeah, they're still under siege. It's nuts. Yeah, but it's all over the place. I see Buffalo is yep. under snow. Yep, for sure. Somebody tweeted a picture. It's crazy, Kim. Lambo today. Lambo Field in Green Bay. Looks like it's the winter time. It's skating. It's right. covered in yep. snow and ice. It's covered, covered, covered. Detroit covered in snow right now. The East Coast, uh, you know, I don't know if they're going to – I think they're getting the games into New York. I think it's just it was raining in New York, and I know the weather in New York uh, right now because I've been watching uh, the circus with Stormy Daniels, Michael Cohen, and everybody else. Comey and Comey. And Comey outside the the courthouse, and it doesn't seem to be raining. Nope. Uh, But they had to shut down the Chicago Cub game already tonight. Cardinals and Cubs has already been officially postponed. I think the Yankees are at 640 pitching. Severino's in for Tanaka, too. So I think that game is yeah, going to go off. Uh, pitching uh, tonight. Yeah, the Yankees expected to go off uh, against the uh, the Miami Marlins. 
uh, this evening. Uh, yet in Toronto, uh, snow and ice actually collapsed the uh, the Rogers Center slash Sky Dome roof. So of course there's a dome, and um, pretty significant. And basically where it would have fallen, it would hit like the right fielder essentially. Randall Gritchick, like right there. Like yeah, no, it's, like, it's, it's, it's serious stuff. Like this, it's, it's yeah. dangerous, man. Like they have to they have to cancel batting practice. So I don't really understand if you have to cancel. So what are you saying? You, you can't do batting practice, but you're going to be able play to play a game, game 20 I, minutes I, after batting I, practice? I'm with you. I can tell you one thing. If I was in the outfield and you see buckets collecting water and ice, I don't feel very confident if they're about the structure over my head. Like, yeah. honestly, as, as a safety thing, what are you going to do? You think no. in, a, in a couple hours you can bring in a crew to fix something that has fallen from a from a huge building like that? There's going to be fans in the outfield. Yes, there is. You can't have fans sitting in the outfield I, with a faulty I, roof. I can't believe they're even thinking about playing this game. This is nuts. Me too. I'm surprised they haven't just canceled it. Instead, listen, we'll get this we'll get this saddle. We'll play a doubleheader tomorrow. Exactly. You know, they, it's not it's not the end of the world. They can fix this. It's a little hole in the roof, but the thing is, you know, the weather isn't nice now. It's starting to slow down a little bit yeah, still. It's still yeah. rainy and slippery. Right. And, you, yeah. can't, you can't have a, a safety situation uh, like that. So it'll be something to keep your eye on. And, in fact, already Tony Sincata will join us at 6 o'clock. Of course, we'll talk some uh, MLB uh, DFS. And uh, I already had to take a um, – I, I had Molina in my lineup, St. Louis Cardinal catcher. I had Molina in my lineup. I had to take him out of the lineup. Yep. And I've got smoke in my lineup right now, but might have to move him too. I, I've got to, yeah, I got to keep my eye on this. That's the actually, thing. My know. my baseball team over the weekend, basically due to every damned uh, game that was pe- canceled, postponed, it was a nightmare putting a team together. Like every single guy was out. Oh yeah, was, baseball. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm on my fantasy league on Yahoo. Ding 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 ding. I'm like, oh my god, I don't have this guy, this guy, this guy. It was nuts. You go through the crap of dealing with the stupid NBA every night for the yeah. last month of the regular season. And you're like, well, at least baseball, I don't have to worry about it. And exactly. You need baseball. Look at our survivor. Our survivor pool's already done. Congratulations to Pappin. <laughs> it's over already. Yeah. So, yeah, what happened? Because of the cancellation with the Cubs. The guy. That were, um, there was only three yeah. of them left. Like, we're, we're such losers. There we're, was only three of us the left. The season just started and we're done? Like, it makes me, oh, God, we yeah. suck. It sucks for me. I got to yeah. pay the guy. Oh, right? yeah. No, I, I gave, I gave <laughs> you the 100 bucks. Thank God. I actually, speaking I really of which, needed that money. Speaking of which, Sincata, you got to send $100. Yeah, right? yeah, so yeah. Either send it I will to send me. you sent 100 U.S. too. Yeah, a little tip. Either send it to me or I'll give you the guy that wants direct email. You can send it to him directly, Sincata. I know you're listening. So, Sincata yeah. hasn't put the 100 in yet. He's out. We're all out. Yeah, we're out. So, yeah, there was three people left. One guy took the San Francisco Giants. They got swept by San Diego. <laughs> Where are we laughing? He was in longer than us. Yeah, he lasted. Yeah, I know. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did we have? The Yankees? Yeah. yeah it just would have be been better Orioles. if we all would have lost it once last I agree. week. And we, we could have got our money going. back. No, we exactly. could have said, all right, we all yeah. lost in two weeks. We're going to keep You're going. You're so right. Now we have to pony up again? Except three guys survived. One guy got swept. Um, one guy had the Seattle Mariners who won the series two games to one. Wow. And uh, Beefy got screwed. Beefy got screwed. Beefy had the Cleveland Indians to beat the Toronto Blue Jays in the weekend That's series. That's right. The, they the only way. played one game. Exactly. And the Jays won. Yeah. And that was the rule. Like We all knew going on. Yeah, it's true. Like if the series was tied at one with a delay, he would have moved on. But he got screwed. They played one game. They lost the first game. I got to be honest they, with you. No, it's a bad if you're way to BB, lose. That's like there's. It's ba- a bad way to lose. There's bad beats. That's an alter. Like to have both games. Like 
literally Saturday and Sundays. Like, come on. He didn't man. even get a chance. He does. That's no, the thing. Like the, he it wasn't didn't even, even yeah. get up to the plate to take a swing. No. And that's I have a problem with that, but that's the rules. But we all knew the and rules going oh, in. Oh, I know. I know the rules. I we know knew the, the rules. rules going in. It just sucks. That if there was a post, you know, if, if there was a delay or anything happened, it's what your record was. If you were one and two, two and one, oh, it just sucks that it happened. And it was what one a and night, what a nightmare. He, he loses. That sucks. You want a nightmare, Kim? Yeah, we're just the king of losers. I don't know if I'll no, tell you. No, you want, you trust want a nightmare? Me, I, I was on the Kings last. No, night. you want a nightmare on Friday night? The Cleveland Indians. I took them. I like them to win. All right. They were winning for nothing. Oh, I know. When you bet them at Bet Three Six Five and you're up by four, you, you get paid. T- yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't get the bet in on time. I bet it in game. Right at first pitch, but that's not pregame. Exactly. So therefore, I didn't win. I would have won, and the Blue Jays came back and won. Even when I could win, I can't win. I'm with you. Losing. Bad gamblers helping bad gamblers on a fantasy sports radio network. Terrible gamblers. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Time decisions. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. There's been a lot of passings actually the last couple of days. Full Metal Jacket actor R. Lee Emery passed away. I love Full Metal Jacket. What a film. He was the guy there that, uh, what is your major malfunction? That guy's awesome. Yeah, he was great. There's two things for the state of Texas steers and queers. Which one are you, boy? <laughs> <laughs> that guy was a wicked method act. Like he was good. That was, was his. Good. That was his. That was his thing. Like the surly colonel. If you remember, I think he even did like one eight hundred collect. Yeah. He did like sort of commercials yelling at That's people. That's true. You're That's, an idiot if you don't yeah. get on this long distance plan. Somebody yeah, stopped exactly. dropping coins in. What's yeah. your problem? How come you're not using one eight hundred collect? What's your major malfunction? I know exactly. I like that guy. Very, very good at that role. Yeah, he had that lie down. That was his thing. Yeah, yeah, what is your major, major malfunction? malfunction. <laughs> Two things for the state of Texas, son. Steers and queers. Which one are you? <laughs> so is uh, Griffin checked in with us yet? Still? Not yet. No, just uh, got another email. Not, great, great. not the one that I wanted. Great friend. Still waiting. Uh, I'm trying. Okay, but it's, all I could do is text. You know, Cam's a better host than uh, guest booker. <laughs> well, you told me to text him. I texted him. I know. It's only been it's only been 24 minutes though. I think I think we can maybe slip this in by 5:20 Eastern. It's a long time, unless you're you or me that probably like loses their phone every few minutes. You know, yeah. 
We'll see. I got I, I got faith. I still think it's going to happen. <laughs> so the Marlins are playing the Yankees tonight. Uh, Derek Jeter. Uh, Derek Jeter has actually, he's in New York. Oh, great. But he's not going to the game. Which is insane. Because he said it would be too awkward. No. Just admit you don't want to watch your piece of crap baseball team play. <laughs> Exactly. No, but I got to understand. Then why go to New York? Then yeah. what's the point? Yeah. Just stay in Florida. Like I do I just, other I just don't like. Get I don't know. Too awkward people. for what? Yeah, like people do, asking you, hey, what's up with the Marlins? I think he wants to avoid the questions. Actually, uh, I brought this up last week. Kev. Remember, if you remember, I brought this up. Um, so basically, after the you know the whole Loria and Samson thing, they're they're real. They're slicksters, man. They got the city yep. to pay for the stadium and everything, but. The stadium was supposed to get some money back and, like, a little bit of the revenue, et cetera. So after the sale, they're owed money, man, you know. And Loria basically stated that somehow he lost money on a $1.2 billion sale, and he got a free stadium. So Loria passed a buck, and Loria is pretty slick, and Loria passed it on the Jeter, et cetera. It's like Loria's like, it's not my your, problem. Your problem, bro. I don't own the team yep. anymore. That's your you problem. You do. So... The courts in Florida found that the Miami Marlins are basically on the hook. Like, we don't care who owns the damn team. You owe the city of Miami money. Derek Jeter, of course, claimed last week that, now nah, we, you know, we'd like to help you out. But the thing is, the, the, the corporation that owns the team is Off- in the Virgin Islands. Offshore. Yeah, it's an offshore Virgin <laughs> Islands. Slick slick response by Jeter. He so he, a lot he basically guys. said, you'll have to, like, file this suit in a Virgin Island courtroom, which is, you it's know. not going to happen. There, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a Florida thing. So. Yeah, so Jeter's, like, sleezing up already. And I'm like, a couple of weeks in, gets rid of all the players. So, you know, Marlins, uh, Marlins men. I love Marlins, man. Me too. Yeah, I like. A, I, I hate guy. the Marlins, but no, I like that guy. You gotta be. You gotta respect Marlins, man, because he's there all the time. Yeah, and people bitch too about Marlins, man. What are you talking? He's is, amazing. He's really not rich. They're all like, "Oh, this guy's some rich guy. He's an idiot. He's a Marlin fan. He goes to the World Series and Super Bowls in his Marlin jersey." He's just. Uh, he's an average guy. He says he spends all his money going to sporting events. Yeah. Like that's his thing. Like he's a big sports fan. Like he's be, not like I some, be honest with He's you. not a spoiled millionaire brat kid going why would around. People, yeah. Why would sports fans take a shot at Marlins, man? He's what good about like he shows up. They were games pissed and, off because he went to the Royals World Series and he was sitting by and they're like, it should be a Royal fan there. Oh, Screw down. you. It's America. Exactly. He has money. He bought the ticket. Yeah, he's wearing his Marlins jersey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Screw you. Exactly. I love Marlins, man. I'm with you. I so, think he's amazing. Marlin man's hardcore. Marlin man's not getting along with Derek Jeter. No, it's a bad relationship. When they had like a town hall before the season started, Marlin man, <laughs> he showed up angry. Yeah, and he got like removed. Like they were, they got ugly and stuff, right? He was asking some questions about a lot of things, and Jeter was kind of rude to the guy. Jeter said, "I don't know who he is," and everyone was yeah. like, "Dude, it's Marlin man." Bought the team. You should at least know the one guy that likes you. Like, you know what I mean? It's true though. Like, there's one fan of the Marlins, and Jeter's like, "I don't, I don't know, know who he is." So, yeah, Marlins man didn't take that very well. I wouldn't either. No, so the Marlins man now with the Virgin Islands stuff, he actually got on a plane cab and he went to the Virgin Islands. Oh, wicked, to make sure these guys are going to pay? He went to the head office of in the Virgin Islands. It's a post office box. It's a post office box. That's awesome. That's so- he filmed it. Wow. He's like, yeah, Marlins, man. I'm yeah. in the Virgin Islands. He's like, there's all the locals giving him weird looks. 
he goes in. He goes, this is the Marlins headquarters. And he goes in. It's like a post office. Well, yeah, like place you, you get your mail. Yeah. <laughs> like a UPS And there's all these box. people. They're all like, there's a camera with them. And they're all looking. And he's like, uh, I'm here to see, uh, you know, the president of the Marlins. They're like, it's just some chick that works in a post, like, mailbox. <laughs> like, and photocopy place. She's, she's like, like she's she goes. She's basically working at a Kinko's. And she's like, I've never heard of the Marlins. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, but this is, he's showing them. He's like, this is the address yeah. of the Marlins. And she's like, yeah, this is the right address, but, you know, I don't know any Marlins. It's a P.O. box. Amazing. So he started handing out Marlins gear to them all. <laughs> he goes, since you're Marlins employees, I thought yeah. you should have this. So he's giving out, and it's funny, the people in the Virgin Islands didn't even want it. Like, there's this dude. <laughs> yeah. He offered, like, a guy, like, a free Marlins baseball hat. This guy, he's like. He reluctantly took it after, like, Marlin, man, free, free. Just take it. Like, so, yeah, Marlin's, Marlin's man did, like, an investigative piece. He's like, I don't know what the hell's going on, but it's a P.O. box. Jeter's I, got some explaining to do. I love it. This guy's amazing. And now they're playing in New York, and Jeter doesn't want to show up to the stadium because <laughs> yeah, exactly. he says it's awkward. Wow. No, you just don't want to show up to the stadium and have all the people in the media asking you, so what's up with your P.O. box in the Virgin Islands? You don't even have an office. I don't even tell you what kind of fan would pay on his own dime to go down to the Virgin Islands to investigate something, film it. Like, you want to talk about hardcore Mar Like, Marlins, man, should get, like, now he, to me, that's like Hall of Fame status. We for should know. Like we that. should. I should know, though, from, he, it's still hardcore what he did. Just to think about it and say, you know yeah. what, I'm going to go check this place to see if it's real. Yeah. And he was right yeah, he with the P.O. box. Um, but from Florida to the Virgin Islands, it's not that bad because, in his video, Still? in his video, he said, "I just spent the last six hours coming here because he had to go from Miami to Puerto Rico, which is pretty close. So he went from Miami to Puerto Rico, and then Puerto Rico to the Virgin Islands. Still impressive. And he bought gear for those people, even if they didn't want it. At least that—that's thumbs up, in my opinion. Marlon Man's amazing. He's walking around with his orange Marlon jersey <laughs> in the Virgin Islands." <laughs> The guy's hardcore. You can't. Put, I don't know anybody that do would do that for their sports organization. So he deserves some street cred for that. I think it's fantastic. I didn't think that Derek Jeter's start could be this bad, Kev. It's brutal. No, it's embarrassing. Like it's almost tarnishing his legacy. Yeah, like, like, like we're talking about. Like, it's really get real ugly. We're two weeks into this thing, yep. and we've got slush funds and Virgin Island, Island accounts. The old boxes running out of Kinko's. And lawsuits like, uh, yeah, from you, the city of Miami. <laughs> like, what? No, this is This bad. is worse than Lori almost. Like, at least Lori actually had an office in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> like, at least Lori went through the trouble of actually, like, renting. Yeah, like, we're a real operation. <laughs> this is uh, Derek Jeter, man. This is like the, this is like monorail in the Simpsons. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Put North Haverbrook on the map. Mon yeah. Monorail. Excuse me, I'm here to ask you about the monorail. monorail. It's a monorail cafe. <laughs> there ain't no monorail. There never was. Get out of here. <laughs> like, like, seriously, we're two weeks into this thing with Derek Jeter, and it's worse than it's worse than Laurie and Sampson somehow, which is hard to do. It's very hard. It's to hard do. to do, but it's worse than Laurie he's, and Sampson. He's, he's real slimy when he's it comes to business. He's pissed off Marlins, man. He's got a feud with the city of Miami going, and he's it's been exposed. Like... It's a P.O. box. It's a freaking P.O. box. It's awesome. Like, it's beyond. It's beyond embarrassing. Like, really, Derek G., like, what the hell are you doing? I love it. Like, how I, I, it's amazing. Here it is. Look at this. Here. Look at this. Here. Here, check this out. Here it is. 
looks like a rundown hotel. <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on. That okay. makes the El Cortez look like uh, the Rio. Listen, I'm going to send this over right now to. Uh, are you there, Florio? Well, Florio's got a lot of things going on. It's like a, it's like an airport in that place. <laughs> no, he's right, there. Hey, right, there. Hey, good stuff, Mike. It's like an airport in that. place. All right, Mike. Check the uh, check the uh, the G chat here. Boom! Just sent it. If you can't play the audio for us here, okay? We don't have to worry about copyright or anything. It's just Marlon. Yeah, it's Marlon yeah, Man's work. Yeah, You'll man. be happy that we, we clicked on it. No, no, yeah, exactly. We gave it. Yeah, we <laughs> showed the, the show. Thanks for the support, guys. Exactly. Like he put this on Twitter. It's <laughs> exactly. his, like it's you know. He's yes, not, sir. Yeah, play the video. Hey, here's the audio. Florence Levy, and I'm here in the British Virgin Islands. And Andy Slater promised me I'd be coming to the Miami Marlins, otherwise known as the Virgin Islands Marlins Tinko home office. I brought shirts, I brought visors, I brought stuff to give to everybody. My absolute shock. It's a letterbox post office place. It is not an office like we have in Miami. We walked inside, Andy Slater found this, he did the work, he didn't tell me. We walked inside, I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Okay, it's a rack of mailboxes, and you it's called letterbox rental. I got a picture of it. And I don't know what Andy has to say about this, but I'm pissed off. I just went from Miami to Puerto Rico to the Virgin Islands to bring orange Marlins gear to people down here to find out there's nobody here. It's just a drop box. That sucks. <laughs> wow, that sounds sucks. windy. <laughs> you see him here too, Ken. He's outside. <laughs> He's just hanging out. Inside. It's, like, it's like one of those hotels you rent for an hour. No, no, really. I know. Like, look at look at this place. Like, it's look. awful. Like, I looked at. The it's picture. not even a classy place. Like, look. no, it's a dump. Like, it's a straight up look, dump. People are looking at him. Like, I who's know. this white guy? Yeah, what I the hell is he doing here? Like, <laughs> why is he? Why? <laughs> I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off. Like, so, and Flory, what do you think about this? And now you see Cheater. The Marlins are playing the Yankees tonight. Nowhere to be found. And Cheater's in New York, but he's not going to the stadium. Like, what the hell's, I'm the pretty hell's happy that, that like, Jeter's getting exposed to be a fraud. You are, huh? Growing up as a Met fan, all you heard that, that Jeter is the perfect guy ever. You knew there was something that, that wasn't perfect about him, so I'm happy it's finally coming out. Nobody's perfect, Florio. Like, like Cam's that, Jeter's image, Florio. It's, it's, it's really tanky. His image is yeah. like... Give it another two weeks and it's all gone. Oh, He's I just a new scumbag owner that's going to want to run out of town. Exactly. But he'll always be loved here in New York, no matter what he does. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tony Sincata. I know Tony's uh, listening, actually. And I, Tony Tony hates Jeter, too. Of course, he said he's a selfish <laughs> player. Wouldn't move for A-Rod. And uh, Tony Sincata checks in, actually, and says, uh, says, I have all these Canadian coins I've been trying to get rid of. <laughs> 70 guys address. I'll send it to him. Send it to my P.O. box. You stay classy, Tony. You're like the Patriots. You're a sore loser, Tony. Tony wants to pay and change. What, you got 100 loonies? I remember a guy did that to me in high school. I won a bet, and he paid me $100 in pennies, and I punched him out. It was actually the only time I've actually really been mad. I'm not, not a violent guy, but I said, you know what, dude? That's so disrespectful. I go, we're fighting, and I just not knocked it. I, bam. Stupid punk. Because the guy, guy Todd, he's a real dick. Why did he give you a hundred? Because he's just a dick. Because he's a dick. He, he wa I want a bet, and he paid me like bags of money and coins. I go, you're that's such a dick move. Like, look what I paid you. I gave you a hundred dollar bill for for the pool. I don't even care if you pay like some of it in change. You know what I mean? If you give me rolled quarters, I won't even get mad. Marenzi, if you gave me some rolled quarters, <laughs> you're done. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you punch the guy. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean a bag. Like they weren't even like when somebody gives you a change when you go to the bank, you know, you get the dollars and the brown things. Like not nice. Like, your coins are rolled. They're prepared. You give them to the teller. They give you cash. It was a shopping bag. <laughs> shopping bags of pennies. What a jackass. It's like Seinfeld. Are you Todd Gack? Yeah, Todd here, Gack. Here's your money. Yeah. <laughs> it's all in coins. <laughs> You're right. It's a... Uh, it's a scumbag move. To, it's, a, it's a move of disrespect. But let me ask you, though. Dick. There was a guy in Florida who owed... He owed like 700 bucks in parking tickets money. Yeah. And he walked into the cop shop and same thing. He dropped. <laughs> he dropped. Oh, I got no problem with that. That's he, a parking authority. He took it out of like this bag. He took like a pillowcase and <laughs> and it went all over the counter. Amazing. And he said, "Here's your money." And he started walking out. And like the cop in they the station him. said, yo, "Yo, yo, yo, what the hell are you think you're doing?" And they started arguing, and the cop attacked the guy. <laughs> like the really? Cop, oh yeah, like it got hostile fast. The guy said, "He said I owe I owe Fort Lauderdale County." $480 or whatever it was, there it is, count it. And they were like, we're not counting it, we're not accepting it. And he got, you know, but he said, this is legal tender it is currency. Legal. Yeah, but you can't not accept it. It's a difference. You got to roll it up and everything. It's, it's, yeah, I agree with that. It's you good. can't go in that's, and pour it on the counter. The thing is, I also knew the guy, and he did it. That's just, that's what makes it worse about it. This guy's doing parking tickets. You can do whatever you want to the county. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I owe so much in parking tickets, too. I'd love to pay them in change. Yeah, all right. We uh, Fantasy Sports Radio Networks uh, fired off a poll question. Who do you support? Team Jeter or uh, Marlin Man? Marlin Man. Yeah, we're going Marlin Man all day and all night. Yeah, we're going. We're going Marlin's Man on this. Well, Marlin Man's a good guy. He cares about the uh, the yeah. franchise. I don't know what kind of guy would make a trek like that with merchandise and expose them. Great job. Great investigative report. Marlin's Man. You should start uh, looking for condos in in the Montreal area. So nice. Maybe nice. the Marlins uh, end up uh, <laughs> in Montreal. That was a good one. When when it's all uh, said and done. Major League Baseball, Cam. You know, listen. I'm not. We're not going to have any panic buttons or anything like that because we're only 7.7 percent in. I actually know that due to a, uh, some stats we'll get to a little bit later on. So we've essentially played like seven percent of the Major League Baseball season, but attendance is like beyond bad. Oh, it's awful. Like you saw the White Sox. What was that? Uh, 900. 900 people. people yeah, at, at a professional baseball game. You said Tony Steam shrimps are getting more. Oh, yeah, no, the, the the jumbo shrimp are averaging more fans. Double-A yeah. uh, team's averaging more fans than the Marlins and are. you're in the MLB boardroom, what you, like, you you better be damn concerned. They're not, we're just starting the season. They're not the only, like, there's a ton of triple-A teams that are averaging more than they are, et cetera. Yeah. But, like, yeah, the White Sox, like, they got 900 people one game. They were saying the other day there was about 1,400 people in the, in the state. That's like, nuts. Even if the weather's bad, and even if the team is really bad, there's still like 7,000 people exactly. that have nothing else to do in but their lives and have the white sock jacket on and <laughs> and then live for the team. And every city has that that core. Like, where's the core? We got 900 people. They're gone, Gabe. They're gone. Like, long gone. My band Homicides play bigger concerts than Major League <laughs> Baseball games. Like, we got a problem. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. 
Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Game time decision. It's Red Heat and Rage Radio. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs continue. We'll break down the games before we're done, uh, but the National Football League draft is rapidly approaching. Last week, we did a hit with Mike Blewett, Rich Sermonello, Joe Lisi. we, we got to get Your Joe boys. on the program. I would love that. Saquon Barkley's a great running back game. <laughs> Big fan of uh, Joe Lisi. Big fan of Mike Blewett as well. Let's uh, talk some NFL uh, football. Mike Blewett steps up. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on. It's always a pleasure. Thanks thanks for joining us. Enjoy talking football. Uh, time always flies when we talk uh, football. Uh, last week when we came on. Um, so the draft is rapidly approaching right now. And, um, you know, this year is no different than any other year, Mike. The, the agents, the, the agents, the teams, the media, and the smear jobs, the hit jobs, the, the overhyped jobs, and everything else that come along uh, with the draft – you get with it, but this is a headline right now. Now, right, right 10 seconds ago, I just punched in a name, Josh Rosen. Just want to see what would pop up. Josh Rosen, Washington Post, today. Washington Post, headline. Josh Rosen is Jewish and a millennial. Does the NFL care? Like, I, I don't, it's. <laughs> I don't even understand what uh, that is. You know, <laughs> and it goes on, and, you know, Tony Kornheiser is saying there's anti-Semitism uh, around uh, Josh Rosen. ESPN senior uh, writer Sam Alipore said to him, you're cocky, jerkish, highly over-opinion rich kid who's too smart and has too many outside interests for his own good. I, you know, I've never really seen anything like this before, like the, the hit job going on on Josh Rosen. And even his former coach in Jim Mora, he's not a blue-collar guy. He's a millennial. What, what's going on with this, and why Why is Josh Rosen so freaking polarizing to people when he's, he's a smart, good quarterback? Yeah, I, I think you hit on it I, I, during your description. I do think NFL teams get uncomfortable with players who express interest outside of football because they're worried about the long-term investment. Now, I think, and I think you concur, that it's a ridiculous way to evaluate him. Because let's just say, for example, he gave you seven really good years at QB, and then he moved on. It's a hell of a lot better than the guy that's super committed but sucks. I can't disagree <laughs> with that. And he doesn't even do anything. He likes football, yeah, though. Exactly. It's not like he doesn't like well, football. Don't you, have, don't you have any? Like, we have other interests other than doing sports radio. Everybody does. So, essentially, Look, he's... They were doing hit jobs on Miles Garrett with this last year because he expressed interest in some of this kind of stuff. Steven Jackson is an artist. Uh, Dahani Jones is a guy that had tons of interest outside of football. And I'm naming these guys because they are either top picks in the draft or they had legitimate careers. You don't have to be a guy that wants to be a coach after you retire to be a successful football player. In fact, most of the really good ones wouldn't get anywhere near coaching because it's such a grind and uh, they're, once they're done, they're done. So I think there's been hit jobs up and down the line. Lamar Jackson, you and I talked about on the draft show. Josh Rosen has taken a ton of heat. Personally, I like Rosen more than some of these other guys in the first round because I feel like he can sling it. Um, yes, he will 
he may want to know why things are happening. I don't personally see that as a negative. In some ways, I felt like Mora was trying to maybe steer him away from Cleveland and help him out. Uh, yeah. But it, he might have been better served if Jim Mora had just said nothing at all. You know, you know what's funny, though? So Jim Mora says, well, he's a millennial. I don't know, Mike. I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but uh, wouldn't every other kid that is his same age be a millennial too? That's coming. Gabe, I'm gonna make one. I'm gonna make one prediction. I'll make one prediction in this draft. 100% of the players drafted will be millennials. Yeah, like, even if they went to BYU well, and done their. Uh, well, that's a good point. Eh? That, that's a good point, Ken. With the exception the of BYU, guys are older. With the exception, that's a good point. <laughs> it's a very good point. Yeah, but I like this. That I, I keep hearing this term with Josh Rosen, millennial. Yeah, it's like I'm like, well, he's the same age as Sam Darnold. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's 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 fascinating, fascinating uh, to see. So, as the draw the draft approaches right now, it seems like uh, Sam Darnold has sort of positioned himself, or at least according to the media, to be that guy. I don't know. To me, coming into this, I really have no idea, Mike. And, you know, usually we can sort of have a pretty good gauge. All right, this team's going to take this guy or that guy. But I really have no idea what Cleveland's going to do. I you know, I, I really don't. And what's going to happen after that? I don't even know what the Giants are going to do or what the Jets are going to do. i got to believe the Jets take a quarterback, but they keep signing quarterbacks. There really are a lot of unknowns coming into this draft, aren't there? Yeah, and I, I think C.J. Anderson's release today obviously got the Twitterverse and social media a buzz because people are assuming that they're in play for Barkley now. I do think they are. I do think they can make a trade to the Giants and shake things up at number two with the Giants dropping back to number five and probably taking the guy in Quentin Nelson that they wanted all along to fix the, fix the offensive line. But obviously they could use a quarterback for long-term projections too. Here, here's what I'll say about Darnold. I've, I've really couched what I've said about him all along. I do like him. I probably would have him ranked first amongst all of these quarterbacks. But a lot of this margin is razor thin. And as you and I talked about on the draft show, I'm not sure I'm in love with any of these guys. I just know from my experience that Darnold is the type of guy that the NFL teams like. It doesn't mean he has the most upside or is the purest passer or the best athlete or had the most success. But he usually fits the bill for what these teams like, and it could be wrong. The NFL teams miss at a 50% clip, Cam and Gabe, a 50% yeah. clip in the first round. And once it gets past the first round, it's even worse. So it's all about developing the guy and, and getting him to his strengths. If Lamar Jackson landed at the right team, he could blow the roof off the league. But if somebody drafts him and tries to make him a different quarterback, it won't work out. I personally, I, think, I think Lamar Jackson could be the steal of the draft if he if he slips. Don't you guys? Don't you guys yeah, agree? Yeah, I'm a big I, Lamar I, fan. You know what I was going to say? Actually, Cam, exactly that. You're right, Carson. Um, I was going to say Carson Palmer, but Sam Darnold fits that Carson Palmer mode. It sort of reminds me. Really, I think that's sort of his upside, to be honest with you, uh, that you know he can hang around and be a Carson Palmer type. But I'm of the belief. I don't know, Cam. You just brought it up with Lamar Jackson. I prefer a mobile quarterback. I think it's less of a risk. You know, I have a Lamar Jackson right off the top, Mike. I know that he's going to be faster than anyone on the defensive side of the football. You know, and I've seen the success. We've seen the success of Dak Prescott. We saw the success of Deshaun uh, Watson uh, come in. We've seen Tyrod Taylor be moderately successful. You know, he's he had his issues, but... I'm a fan of a dual threat quarterback in a modern NFL, and I think that's I think I would rather take my shot with a dual threat quarterback, Mike, uh, than the old school prototypical six foot four, six foot five gunslinger. I understand that. 
viewpoint, but at the end of the day, and I always go back to Steve Young's quote on this, and this is obviously a mobile quarterback and a guy that had success using his legs in college, USFL, and then early in his NFL career, or and, and then he realized it was falling apart because that wasn't the job. And Steve Young says at the end of the day, the job is be in the pocket and be accurate. Uh, all these other things are nice, nice to have elements yeah. to your game. But at the end of the day, being in the pocket, being accurate is what it's all about. I don't think that Lamar Jackson isn't that guy. I, I do think he has the possibility to stay in the pocket and be accurate. Um, it concerns me only in that he ran 400 times in his last two seasons. It's obviously, I wouldn't call it a crutch, but it is a big part of his game. Uh, he won't be able to do it at that frequency at the next level. Mike, even looking at some props, and uh, no quarterbacks have been drafted one, two, three since 1999, but I got to believe maybe I'm going to pull the trigger there with Allen, Darno, and maybe the Jets pulling up to, to Baker Mayfield. This hasn't happened since 1999, but I got to believe the first three picks in the draft are all going to be quarterbacks. What What's kind of odds are you getting on that? Uh, the prob- uh, hopefully good ones. We're going to pull the trigger, buddy. What do you, what do you think about that happening, Mike? Uh, I felt better about it before the bar, before the C.J. Anderson release. I, I, I'm not guaranteeing that Denver makes a move, but I actually felt better before that that it was going to be the Giants moving out for a quarterback. Now they might be moving out for a running back, or the Giants taking it themselves. I think they might be moving out for a running back now, but you can lock it in on the Browns and lock it in on the Jets. So you know, you're basically just making a bet that number two comes through because one and three are locks. The Jets are yeah. not going to do something yep. crazy. So that's your bet. Do you think the Giants stay and take it, or do you think the Giants trade out to somebody like the Bills or the Cardinals that need the QB? Because if they're just going to drop down where they think they can still get Quentin Nelson and have the Broncos take Barkley, then you're going to lose that bet. You talked about it. You, you have to get the football there. You have to be able to get the football to your wide receivers, and you know, you're going to need some strength to zing it uh, in, and especially with the evolving speed of all the defensive players. So you talked about accuracy. Two players sort of here, and you know, there's, you've got all these quarterbacks that we really don't know where which teams like who. It only takes one GM to like somebody. Mm-hmm. But you have Josh Allen, who really did struggle with accuracy issues. Yeah. Not just this year when people said, oh, but he lost his top wide receivers, etc. Now, even two years ago, he's never, I don't think he's ever topped 56% actually. He's not the most accurate quarterback, but we know he's got a cannon for an arm. And then, and then conversely, we got Baker Mayfield, who's extremely accurate, yet the size issue is a little bit of a concern uh, to some people. You know, some GMs just don't like smaller quarterbacks. Even in the senior bowl, very, very small small sample size mike but there were a few passes that were batted down and you know when you're running an offense in college you can have them rolling out and you can sort of avoid passes getting knocked down in the big 12 a little bit different than the national football league but he is so freaking accurate what's your do you like baker mayfield and when you look at a comparison between a josh allen and a baker mayfield which one do you like better so these are all good questions and i think you could go blind just trying to compare the two. Um, Ultimately, I have more concerns with Allen. Uh, I've said this, I feel like I've said this stat a hundred times, but the only, the last two players to be drafted in the first round at quarterback since the year 2000 uh, that have a lower collegiate completion percentage than Josh Allen are Jake Glocker and Kyle Bowler. 
So that's not a good sample right there for those two. I'm going to confess uh, so right now, Mike. I'm going to confess yeah. something right now. It's like confessional. Uh, I'll, I'll confess, yeah. too. I was a big Kyle Bowler backer. <laughs> and uh, years ago on the radio, I actually picked the Baltimore Ravens to win the Super Bowl like two, three, two, three years in a row. Kyle Bowler. <laughs> And then I, the year I didn't pick them, they won the next year with Trent Dilfer. Dilfer. That's right. <laughs> and so. you, know what's funny? you know what's funny? Bowler got a ring. Bowler got a yep. ring. So I remember joking yeah. on the radio, I told you he'd win a Super Bowl. <laughs> right? So another guy I'll admit I like going years back, you'll remember, Mike, was Andrew Walter out of Arizona oh, State. Oh, yes. He was a big, tall, uh, he yeah. was a big dude. Raiders tricked out. I was like, this guy's got a cannon. I think he could be a good NFL. You know, you're not always going to be right with these things. A lot but. of Arizona State quarterbacks have really fizzled out, like guys that were projected to be decent quarterbacks. Josh Allen reminds me of Phillip Rivers. Uh, a little bit uh, in there. But, wow, Kyle Bowler and Jake Locker, huh? Yeah, so those are the only two with a lower completion percentage. As far as Baker is concerned, I get less concerned about the height because I think he showed his ability to overcome it. But at the end of the day, I will freely admit I am prejudiced against Big 12 quarterbacks. There hasn't been a huge level of success in the NFL, you're looking at guys right now. Sam Bradford is your one test case. He's a number one overall. Injuries have besieged his career. You can make your own uh, conclusions as to what he might have been without those injuries. Right now, Pat Mahomes is going to get an opportunity to prove people wrong. But playing in that conference with so little defense and a lot of guys running free, effectively playing eight-man football, is makes it more difficult to evaluate. He's incredibly accurate. The numbers are off the charts great. But can he do that at the next level with when it's markedly different in which the teams are playing defense? Much tighter windows. As you said, we saw some passes batted down. Even if it's not because of height, it's because windows were getting a much tighter when he was playing up against those SEC defenses, uh, and namely Georgia, in the, uh, the football playoffs. So I do have concerns about Baker. It's less about height, more about him coming into it. I mean, look, I live in New York, and now local radio is abuzz with Baker Mayfield being locked in at number three. So you want the guy that's got a little bit of a party reputation and has a chip on his shoulder to come into New York and start flinging the ball around? And if times get tough, (laughs) it's going to be ridiculous. I don't trust him. And, you know, it's funny. There's all the talk about Josh Rosen. Oh, you know, the biggest knock, and I see the New York Post right now, Josh Rosen, uh, GM's worried because his family's rich. The urgency what? isn't there. Really? Yeah, the yeah. urgency isn't there. I And for me, I wonder. I don't – I wonder about Baker Mayfield's maturity. I wonder – I don't – I think New York – I guess, listen, you can get the old Joe Namath reference out of, of the handbook here, right? <laughs> and, and it'll be brought up. Uh, it'll be written about. He might, oh, crumble. He might broad, crumble under that pressure, man. Broadway Baker. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, they're, they're going to eat yeah. that stuff up. But – No doubt. If this kid couldn't not get in trouble in Norman, Oklahoma, I, to me, it's not a good market. They're not the best place for him, personally. Look, Eli's here. Eli's been here for a long time, and Eli's a different kind of guy. He's really cute to himself. He's a football junkie. I would also submit that those Rosen hit jobs where he's not motivated because his family's rich, Eli and Peyton are from a really wealthy family. Uh, Nick Foles is from a wealthy them. family. I don't think it's fair to, to bring that into play. If you want to say he's talked about what he wants to to do after his career, I go back to Myron Roll, who's about the nicest guy you'd ever want on your football team, but he was a Rhodes Scholar, and he, had, he talked about potentially being a surgeon and helping underprivileged nations. 
he dropped into the second round, and it was a first-round talent because he wanted to go be a Rhodes Scholar, and he wanted to be a, a doctor. So there are little things like that that the NFL doesn't take to. So if Rosen has talked about that in interviews, I can understand why they're hesitant. I just haven't heard that. And Josh Rosen's getting out there. He's trying to ball out. If you want to pick on his play because UCLA wasn't very good and he didn't elevate them, that's fine. But his family's rich or he's Jewish or, like, who cares? I, it, it shouldn't matter at all. You said it. Like, I don't know what this guy, this guy's doing nothing wrong, and he's being persecuted. This is the world we're living in now. His family's It's not his fault. I remember the game against Texas A&M, too, in the opener. Remember when they came back from, oh, like, yeah, yeah. 30 down? And the, he was pretty clutch in some good situations. Well, you see the even ball though, sling even out That's like what that, I'm yeah. saying. That UCLA team wasn't great, but in key situations, he always battled back. He did well under pressure. And by the way, Gabe, I'll submit, and Cam, I'll submit one more thing. People talking about these guys being wealthy and not being motivated, I, I can assure you, as I'm sure you see from afar or up close, the state of youth sports, particularly in America, is one of a lot of money having to be spent on kids to be in travel teams and have throwing coaches and hitting coaches and shooting coaches of every single sport that you can name in order to be any good at it. There will be a day when most of the quarterbacks in the league will have had a ton of money spent on them trying to develop them. So it is going to take conceivably wealthier families in order to get these guys to a point where they're going to be competitive. Look at all the quarterbacks. Like you said, they all come from the same damn high school, yeah. KD High School. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's, yeah, they don't, they're not living in trailer parks there. Like you said, That's like right. you go down the list, Drew Brees, Nick Foles, Matt Stafford, like go down the list of all these upper class kids. Exactly. Mike, always a pleasure, my man. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate it. That's what's destroying hockey, Cam. Can't play hockey anymore. It's too freaking expensive for kids. It's true. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game time decisions. Sixty nine percent. So far, support Marlins, man. 31% Jeter. How can you support Derek Jeter in this? <laughs> exactly. He lied about where there's no office. The guy's got a P.O. box. Is the head, the head office here. Like, if that doesn't make you guys suspicious, you're two weeks in. Like, he's not even, like, getting any rental office space in exactly. Miami. And you don't think he's up to anything here? He has no players. He got rid of everybody. It's like Derek Jeter's running a scam or something. Yeah, it feels, it's like, like, a, a feels like a Ponzi scheme. It does. It's almost like he's going to run this thing into the ground and they're, he's going to they're going to force him out or something, and he'll just get he'll get money. the money. Yeah, yep. he'll get money out of pay, this pay or back. something. I don't know. It's two weeks in. <coughs> little early, little early to uh, you know to fully judge Derek Jeter's ownership, but as we stated, not exactly uh, the best uh, start. Uh, for Derek Jeter and uh, and the Miami Marlins, <laughs> bad start. I can't think of a worse start. 
Yankees, uh, Yankees, big favorites. Oh, so minus three hundred. Yeah, maybe take them on the run line if you if you like tonight. Severino should be able to get the job done. I expect the the big bats to be out. Uh, it's hard to back the Marlins. I think I'm like zero and four on run line bets this year. Really? Yeah, I never win when I take a run line. Yankees are minus one and a half, minus one forty. Severino versus Smith. Yankees are minus three forty. Colorado Rockies and the Pittsburgh Pirates. Pirates minus one thirty five on their home field uh, tonight. Um, Kansas City Royals, Scogland and Garcia. Uh, Blue Jays minus two twenty. They haven't played since uh, Friday. And uh, we're trying to get a uh, an update as to whether the game is going to be canceled or not. I don't think it's going to be canceled. I think they're going to risk gonna, everyone's gonna, lives. Exactly. They're going to play the game. They're going to play the game with bu- just hours before buckets, buckets collecting rainwater from the from the building from the top. Say something ha- like this. This is actually I, I got to be honest with you. Like I don't know what kind of construction team can get down there. How is it, how is this going to be fixed? You saw it. If there was a right fielder out there, Randall Gritchick could get like a piece of concrete on his head. You yeah. see the pictures. There's visual evidence, man. Like, you can't play a game under. I don't care if they think it's okay. Like, bring in the professionals, man. I assume that Major League Baseball is monitoring yeah, the situation. You, you, you would hope so. A couple more games. Baltimore-Boston, uh, that's postponed. Cardinals and Cubs postponed, you talked about. Yeah, it's just. Uh, Baltimore-Boston is yeah, done now? It's postponed, correct. Uh, the Toronto Blue Jays are currently working with the CN Tower and Toronto Police to assess the conditions around Rogers Center and the viability of the game. Because that's the deal, Cam. The ice fell from the CN Tower <laughs> right through the roof. The CN Tower is a very, very tall building. <laughs> yes, yeah, so like it's literally one of the tallest buildings yeah, in the world. Like if you drop a penny into like from the top of the building, it goes through a, an automobile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like it's, it's. I think huge. it is the biggest. It's, it's. I think it's the second tallest building in the world. You know those crazy, uh, like the uh, the people in Dubai in the sheets yeah. and stuff. They build some crazy ass stuff out there. <laughs> they built some crazy ass stuff. It's true. Like you yeah, see, like, the movie Mission Impossible. Yeah. I, yeah, Tom I, Cruise jumped out the window of the place. I'm sure he really did it, and it wasn't yeah, a stunt. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure it was him. No, look at the picture. Look, it's uh, it's it's some serious damage here. Tough week for Scientology, too. Let me see here. Oh, yeah. This is, yeah, this is ridiculous. I, I can't even think that they're thinking about yeah, this. I'm really like, surprised. This is, a, this is a big deal. I'm surprised only because Rogers owns the Blue Jays, and Rogers are a pretty stuck-up, anal company. <laughs> and Rogers, Rogers also are a type of company that would seem to me that would be scared of a lawsuit. I, I agree <laughs> with you. Like, the fact that they're letting the roll in the dice, I don't really don't know what's going to happen here, which is shocking. In my opinion, like, I, I don't know what's going on. Maybe they, they know, obviously, more than us if they're talking to the cops. And I hope there's some guys, you know, structure down there. But well, this I'd, is, be very, I'd be very nervous. Well, this isn't awkward at all, Cam. I mean, this is hilarious. The Toronto Blue Jays actually tweeted this morning, weather update. Uh, due to our stadium having a roof, today's game will be played as expected with a smiley face. And in an hour later, their roof collapsed. <laughs> Can't make it up. No, you really that's amazing. Can't. You really, you really can't. You really can't. No, that's unbelievable. They got cocky this morning ah, and woke up. Wow, well, we fought the weather ice update. Storm. Due to our stadium having a roof, today's game will be played as expected with a smiley emoji. <laughs> well, no, maybe not. <laughs> uh, it's not that bad. There's one little hole. Up uh, there. Come on, Brancy. Really? Yeah. There's one little hole. 
I'll tell you though, if you're if the you're, deal is though, it's not the fact that there's a little hole. There's a there is a hole. You, you see the hole. There's a hole in the roof. There's, so it's a pretty significant hole actually. There's a hole in the roof. Yet the thing is, how can they guarantee that, that there's going to be a bigger hole? Is it going to fall from That's the CN Tower? That's what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> We're in, we just had an ice storm. You can't guarantee this stuff. Yeah, like you can't. Who's, who's to say there's a piece, a, a, a big gust of wind goes by the CN Tower and a sheet of ice, bam, right through. Right through. And it could just, hit the exact, almost the exact uh, same spot. It could impale the center fielder. Yes. Yes. You said it. Impale. Dude, I saw a video this morning. It's crazy, man. There was a dog in Etobicoke uh, outside of Toronto, and there's a video of it. There was a dog in the backyard. The dog was sort of cruising around the backyard just doing his thing. And the dog like took off. <laughs> he took in the wind, like in a like a mini like a no, twister? like he. You could see the dog sort of like ran towards the house in the balcony and stuff. Oh, and the then, tree, the tree! Then, bam! Yeah. A tree would have taken him out. Great instinct by the pooch. Yeah, dogs are so smart. I know. Super hearing. They can hear the. No, brain. exactly. The dog was like he just knew. Like he panicked. Like if that was a human, he was minding his own yeah. business, yeah. sniffing around, and he sort of <laughs> hopped up and jumped. And took off, and then, and it was funny. He didn't just miss it; like he took off, and then it was like, "Wait for it, wait for it!" Bam! Bam. A tree, like you said, the old animal instinct kicked in. Yeah, something's not right here. I yeah. got to get out. And of you here. know what would have <laughs> happened? Some some human out in the backyard with his like Dre Beats by Dre headsets on. Nee, 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 nee. Yeah. Hey man, I'm listening to my tune, and then boom, there goes the tree. Didn't look up. That's the thing about animals. Very, very, yeah, just beautiful hearing. <laughs> Yeah, they, they, they love to have they, Sonic they, hearing they, like they, that. They uh, who stuff. needs a Whisper 2000 when you got a dog? Exactly. <laughs> they can. Oh, we want to, I want to go. I used to, I used to love the office, uh, the office romance with the Whisper 2000. He's so hot. The chick that's talking in the kitchen. The guys, yeah, thumbs up, baby. I'm getting laid. The Whisper 2000, by the way, doesn't work. I've, I've, I've tried the product out. It is absolute junk. It's, it said it gave you sonic hearing. It's nothing. It's just. It, it's what does not, it do? Just buzzes. It's just a piece of shit. <laughs> it's a piece of shit. It doesn't work. Basically, you were supposed to get super hearing. When you, people are having whispered conversations, you should be able to hear clear. Nothing of the sort. It is a horrible product. Lord Thunderwig says, screw that effing diva Marlins bed. What did Marlins bed ever do to the public that, uh, you know. It was I don't so, understand why they so hated. It was sort of like the promo that we heard for uh, Carton Show. Carton was talking about, and Corey Parson doesn't like smart people. Yes, the best. What do you they, say? Make, they make us look bad. It makes us look bad. <laughs> I agree, though. <laughs> you don't like smart. You're talking about yeah. They don't like people. Don't like people. Like the average guy, yeah, right? Yeah. That, that's why they love you, Cam. You're the average Joe six pack. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> the average Joe. They can relate to you. Like Carton was saying. So I think people don't like Marlins, man. Why, he's too cool for school? Well, I guess they think because, oh, he thinks he's so cool because he's sitting behind home plate all the time at, like, the World Series and different things. It seems to annoy people that he wears Marlins gear at World Series games when the Marlins aren't playing in the World Series. Well, does, it's, I kind of like it. It's kind of like the Canadian Football League. The fans wear at, at the Ripley Cup, they wear their jerseys. They represent the team that they cheer for. That's what, what, that's what it's like in sports books. Exactly. In Vegas. That's the way it Super should Bowl be. Sunday. I like it. Super you want to wear your jersey? Super wear your Bowl jersey. Sunday, everyone's wearing their favorite team's jersey. I don't know why they do it, they just do. It's like a representation. It's like a convention. Exactly. Yeah. Like you're, I, yeah. yeah. I'm Buffalo. I'm a Bills. I'm We're not in the yeah. Super Bowl, yeah. but I'm a Bills fan. Rough year, that, for, rough year for the Seahawks, exact, but I'm here. Exactly. It's like a representation <laughs> of like, your, 
Yeah, well, why not? And uh, they do it big in the CFL too. Like we when we went to the Great Cup game when it was Calgary and Toronto, every Darsh BC, then you got exactly, Mitchell Edmonton, you got Montreal guy, yeah, you Mitchell got in Alberta, guy. good guy. I hope, uh, hope everything's all right with Mitchell. Been a little while since we heard from yeah. him. Uh, you know, they, so you know Humble County, unfortunately, the the hockey team, you know, tragic situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had Jersey Day the other day. Everybody, yep. you know, was every you know hawk the hockey world around the world wore hockey jerseys. Everybody was wearing them. Yeah, it was that like the the, the drugstore stuff? Yeah. So there was a kid in Montreal. He wore a soccer jersey. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and they they sent them home. They're like, you can't wear a soccer jersey. Those guys for sending them home are an absolute idiots. Yeah, and he's no, like, I, he, he, he said, said it was Jersey Day. He said, I don't have a hockey jersey, but I want to show support yeah. by wearing. It was a team Barcelona jersey, yeah. and they still sent them home. Only in Quebec would they do that. I know they would just be well, like, no, Pepperdack, no. you do not have a Montreal Canadiens jersey. No, it was like it wasn't a humble Bronco jersey. That's what the principal said. Where the hell is a nine-year-old yeah, kid, kid going to get one? Get a humble. Bronco I don't know where jersey. to get one. How's a kid going to get? And he wore a soccer jersey. The fact that they sent the guy home, I'm telling you, no, I heard that story too, man. And I was thinking the same thing. Like, what a bunch of stooges. Good for the kid, though. He wouldn't I take it off. Yeah, no, he they said, said hey, take it off or no, you're going to get suspended. And he wouldn't just, take it because off. Because I'm going for a walk. See it's just it. ridiculous that a kid ends up getting suspended over this. He was actually trying He's to do trying something. To, yeah, well, like, I, I it's just negativity out of this already. It's enough negativity. These kids died. You got Good kids point. that are paralyzed. Great point. And now what? You're going to you yeah, know, cause a bigger uproar? But because the guy doesn't have a hockey jersey. It's the same crap, though. Quebec was the place that started with, uh, oh, you can't play soccer with, with a turban on. Why? Because it's not part yeah. of the uniform code, i.e. because they're racist. Yeah. Like, that's, you know what I mean? Read the fine print. Yeah, that's what Racism. That's what it came yeah. down to. That's a good point. The, the old premier of Quebec, she put a thing in, Pauline Marois. She had some good traits to her, but she was kind of insane. So she put a thing in about, uh, you know, uh, separating church and uh, state church, yep. religion and politics. Right? I agree with that. All right, exactly. So it really wasn't that. It was really, she didn't like it. There was too much. Uh, there was too much Muslim headgear yeah. and turbans, etc., in public places. So she basically stated, "You can't wear religious anything. So you can't say, I'm wearing this because this is my religion." So she was saying, "Well, tough. You can't work at a hospital then, or you can't work at a public at a public government building then," which was pretty insane. That's nuts. But in the process, Cam, it means you can't wear a crucifix cross. That's what I'm saying. I was going to say, what about the guy with the gold cross? So some people were coming in yeah, with gold crosses, yeah. and other people were like, no, no, you can't do that. That's, take, that's take a, it off. That's a violation of the new code. Take off your jewelry. So people got so pissed off. They're like, this wasn't what it was supposed to be. <laughs> it's just not... It's like, well, so what happened when you got racist, you stupid people? You tried to write laws yeah. in, and you ended up screwing yourselves. Yourself. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're right, though. A lot of weird stuff does happen in Quebec. Oh, it it's is. just unbelievable. And Quebec is a great place. It, it really is. No, it's chill. Like, when I, the, I love Quebec, it the Quebec people are nice, and it, it's cool and stuff, but the government's twisted. Yeah. Like, it's the only place in the world that they control the language of the sign. You can't have an English sign. No. Like, it's against the law. Like, you can't. Can you have both? No. Just only, like, sign that have French and English, just just French. What you got to do is you got to be creative and come up. Like, McDonald's is McDonald's. Yeah. It's, it's a trademark. Like you the, can, yeah, you can't change that. They, no, what but are you going to call McDonald's in French? McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's king in French? What's king? 
uh, the Royale. Royale, what burger? What do you what do you say? It's Burger King. <laughs> they call it Burger. King. Royale Burger. Yeah, Burger King. When like fast food places, they, all right. Of but, course, they get away with it. Yeah, yeah. Like, but you can't. Um, like, it can't be like. Uh, like, you can't have an English sign. It can't be like English lettering. Like, stop! It's a rat. A rat. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So it's just pretty insane that they're concerned. They don't bother Chinatown though. <laughs> no, the Chinese they got the they do their own thing. I like it. They no because they wouldn't put up with that BS. They'd fight it to China, the death. Yeah, China well, oh, you don't mess with China. Man. It's like listen, people can't understand it if it's yeah. in, in French. So it's China. It's China. Like it's yeah. China. They just they, they that's wicked. You get they get their own rules. But they'll have Chinese and then like a little French, French thing underneath it. <laughs> but I'm saying Canada, like, duck. even in France, it's not a law. But in Montreal, it is. Like, if you want to open up a bar in Paris called Stewart, yeah. Stewart's Bar yeah. Sports and Grill, yeah. you can't. You can't do that there. No, it has to be. It fresh. would have to be La Grill de Sport. <laughs> <laughs> the Grill of Sports. There's a million. It's a La Casual yeah, like, Sport. I, like, I, watch... I go to Montreal, what's the sports bar? La Casual Sport. Like, that's where I went there to watch yeah. a game. Sports Cage. Yeah, Sports Cage. It's right by the <laughs> It's right by the Bell Center there, right? I went in there for, for some food. It's funny because when you say it in French, it almost sounds classy. Yeah. The casual sport. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, it's like an, it is a nicer place, right? It's a nice, right. yeah. It translates to sports cage. What, when, where you went there oh, recently? I've been there a million games. I've, I've been to Montreal a few times in my uh, life. You Food's know? pretty good there, actually. Actually, there's a lot the of... The ribs, the ribs is pretty good. I will say this about uh, French places. They do it old school. Like, when you get when you get the food there, you're right. It's more like they take pride in, like, their wings and ribs and stuff. Like, <laughs> I gotta ever, tell you, I gotta Cam, be here. They slap it around. I'm very disappointed. I would, I would advise... Uh, I would advise a casual sport meal right now. I could I could really go for some. Chicken and rib combo. I'm dying. They have the great yeah. sauce and stuff. They, Beautiful. They, they, on top. And you know what? They don't chant... My portion was very big. When I went there, I was, remember I was looking at the plate going, I'm very satisfied oh, no, with the price. Yeah, they plate, had great yeah. deals even during the Montreal Canadiens playoff. You games. know what they have that's great there? Dessert. Like if you're not drinking, yeah. you go for a meal and stuff. Like a pecan pie oh, with no, ice dude, cream on got, top. They've got like cake with the yeah. ice cream and yeah. chocolate sauce. And like, no, they're, they don't mess around at that place. Yeah, that's what happens. When you stop drinking, you, you start official, doing desserts. It's the official bar of the Montreal Canadiens, yeah, right? Exactly. So they have a certain standard of... Yeah, I was doing my uh, streeters there. I was like, you know, interviewing all the bunch of rowdies before the game, and then I go, oh, the, the occasional sport. This place looks like a real winner, and it was. You know where you would like? We never go to Montreal anymore. We used to go to the UFC and stuff yeah. like that. Unfortunately, I hate to say it, but the Canadians suck, so it's not like yeah. they ever go far into playoffs. When the Expos come back, we'll go, but that'll be years away. Yeah, there's, you know, there's not they really. They're going to go see a Montreal uh, impact game, I Yeah, guess. they're average, yeah. you, know, you know, but, you know, maybe an Alouette game. Montreal's yeah, a good, great party I, I, town. I, I, for the CFL game, so I don't know if you've ever eaten there before, but you ever uh, eaten at the Barbie Barn? Never. Oh, yeah. Never. Just look it up, Barbie Barn right now. Barbie Barn? Bar. Not like Barbie, like the doll, like Bar, B-A-R. Yeah. Yes. And then like capital B and then Barn. So like Barbie Barn. Montreal. Yeah, the Barbie Barn. I, I see it. I see it right here. Click. Hey, look at that food. Oh, it's got a, there we go. It's on Rue Guy. Yeah, yeah, right downtown. <laughs> Guy Centerville. That, yeah, yeah Rue Guy. <laughs> you, call, you call him Guy, I guy, call him Guy. guy. Oh, my God, you're right. Oh, the the first thing that pops up is like a quarter chicken, an onion ring, a big thing of ribs. Uh, oh, yeah, that, look at that. that. That's the Cam Stewart look part. At that oh, dude, I would die for that platter right now. Chicken, ribs, fries, and rings. The Barbie and bar. sauces. Best ribs, man. They got the best ribs. Wow, they got good barbecue. Outside of Texas, that's that's the good <laughs> stuff right there. The Barbie barn. Oh, I'm salivating. Wow, I'm hungry. Yeah.
Nice rack. <laughs> nice rack. What'd you say? I said nice rack. What'd you say to my wife? Nice rack. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone, we promise. No weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Nice, mate. Force Blue Jays to postpone Monday's game. Oh, oh. Breaking news, actually. We're breaking news here for real. Courtesy of Hazel May. Yeah. She, she knows. She does know. Hazel May. Sources telling me that the game has been canceled. canceled. You said we said not? I wish there was a prop bet before we started the show. They can't deal with a lawsuit. If any little thing were going to happen, man, people would be lining up. Have to take, uh, yeah, no, Rogers yeah, oh, was. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, my God. Like, they can't. No, they can't. Risk There's it. a hole in the roof. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great call. There's a hole in the stadium roof. I wouldn't really have a problem. Listen, me personally, I've, you know. I'm a dangerous person, so <laughs> I don't. No, that, you could do it. Just, say, I wouldn't sit in the outfield or anything. But the whole the thing is, you can't control the CN Tower, like we talked about. It's like the second largest structure in the world, and it's covered in ice. And right underneath it is a sensitive roof of a baseball stadium that has been punctured once already. You're going to put 38,000 people in there now? Listen, Gabe, we're not architects, but I can tell you one thing from a roof. If there's a big piece of concrete or whatever at the top, who's to say that it can't crack and get bigger and get worse and then bigger things can happen? You can't screw around with construction. It's got, it, it has to go down that way. And yeah, these guys obviously with the money in the deep pockets they have, they don't want to be forking out their monies. Instead of players, will be paying out lawsuits if things happen there. So, yeah, you know Rogers is going to say, yeah, I'm sure they're having a game. Yeah, doubleheader so tomorrow, like I yeah, said. Yeah, perfect. I'd rather a doubleheader sounds great. Could have saved uh, a lot of fans a lot of problems. Skoglin, hey, it's uh, he right right now. There's someone uh, right now. There's a bunch of people at sports bars around the uh, the stadium. They probably don't even know. There's no, yeah, yeah that's a good part. They're they're at the play. Hey, man, we're gonna have a great time at the game tonight. And actually, that one bar that you went to before that, the place the pint, I just found out about it that they do forty cent wings on Raptor Leafs and Jays nights or whatever, which is basically every night of the week now since they're the playoffs are here. Those guys are gonna be pissed. It's a good spot. So, speaking of which, the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, play tonight. Yeah. this. Uh, I think they're going to win tonight. So do I. But I'll hear your opinion first, you know, because coming from me, it sounds like a homework play, but I really think they dig down deep tonight. They're going to be without Komarov and um, and Kadri. What about Placanic? Is Placanic playing? Yeah. I really, personally, I couldn't care less if Thomas Placanic was playing. He I does absolutely I, nothing. I only, I only bring him up because I saw he was t- trending on Twitter. No, so why? Really? Trending because he's what? People blame, blaming him? No, I, 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 I'll blame the defense, and I'll blame their penalty kill. Uh, their defenses looked absolutely brutal. Hey, Boston's line, we talked about it on DraftKings, like Pasternak and Marchand. Like, these guys are going absolutely ballistic right now. Uh, here's the Lee, Lee fans are turning on the team. Yep. 
Here's, uh, this is courtesy of Twitter, just when I punched Placanic's name in. I don't want Placanic on my beer league team. Why did we acquire Placanic? He's done nothing for us. Uh, I think Dominic Moore was better than Placanic. Well, I think Moops is playing tonight. He's in the lineup. It's going to be him or uh, Martin. One of those guys has to step up. Acquiring Thomas Placanic is proof that Lou Lamorello doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> it's amazing. It's not Placanic. No, I, I don't know what anyone yeah. expects. Why, why? You day. expect Placanic to be the next coming of Wayne Gretzky? He's Thomas Placanic. He was a rented yeah, player. Yeah. Yeah. He was a rented player. He's going to kill some penalties. He's not going to do anything. Bottom line is, you got defensemen who skate like they're in cement. They can't clear and, the zone. No, no, their defensemen have been brutal. Like can't clear the zone. Absolutely terrible. Brutal. And I hate to terrible. say, it, I hate to say it. I was talking to the guy at the funeral. It comes down to this. Boston or tougher? You're talking to the guy. No, no, I know. We uh, at the end, you know, we're starting. You know, we start talking about hockey. He's like, you know, he's like, ah, the the Leafs are weak, and I'm like, yeah. Well, the Boston Bruins are a tougher team. You're right. There's no, there's no, there's no physicality. There's There's no grit. The Leafs players. You need some grit in the playoffs. You're right. The, The Leafs can't clear the zone. Sloppy defensively, can't clear the zone. Too slow footed. They don't forecheck. They don't put any pressure on Boston. They don't put any physical pressure. They don't hit anybody. Every loose puck is won by Boston. Boston is going to the corner. They know no one in the Leafs is. Imagine how comfortable Boston are, Cam. They know there's no devastating hit coming. I know. You know what I mean? No one's going to nail them, right? And the yep. fact of the matter is, everyone praises Austin Matthews all the time when he plays well in a regular yeah, season. Well, step up. The freaking kids disappeared. The number one line has disappeared. Marner's disappeared. Austin's disappeared. Uh, JVR. They all need to step yeah. the Who's F up. Who's been your best player? Like Hyman. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, when Zach Hyman's your best player, you got a big problem. Boston's tougher. The only thing the Leafs have an advantage over Boston is speed, and you said it, you need grit in the playoffs. Somebody better step up, take out the man. No one bothers me about James Van Riemsdyk. For a big guy, he doesn't hit anybody. Like, you're a power forward, dude. I know you got great hands, but, like, rub guys out. Do do your thing. Hit people. Yeah. You I said Boston's to, not afraid. I hey. hate to be uh, I hate to be cliche. The, the bearer of bad news. Yeah, I hate to be cliche and use cliches here, but the fact of the matter is the Leafs need to want it more. Yeah. Like, you know, that old cliche, more than the other team. Well, you can't control how much the other team wants and it, but I hate to say this they're game. not sacrificing. They're not blocking shots. They're not body checking. They're not they're not playing playoff hockey. I hate to say this. It wasn't a true indication last year when they played Washington where they are that up and coming team because Washington's soft too. Yeah, when you good, play very a, good point. When you, when you play a team like Boston very good point. I bring I, I bring this up to the table. Lou Lamorella and those guys, I hate to say it, you got to go out and get like tougher players yep. for the playoffs. Like I get you guys have the fastest team and you got skilled guys. Who cares? Because Boston still has skilled guys that are tough. So figure it out. This Leafs team, everyone's like, oh, we're so close to the Stanley Cup. I, I don't think so. I think they could win tonight. They're probably going to lose the series because I'm a realist. And uh, yeah, you got to figure it out next year because they're not games, tough enough. Three games is a little extreme for Kadri as well. Kadri's an idiot. I told you, you should have got one game, I thought. Yeah. The penalty was enough. They got a power play and, and they you know, scored lots of goals yeah. yeah so it is what it is you want to suspend them one game whatever there's true everybody drew Doughty shouldn't even have been suspended this is the thing about the it's nhl you know what it is for the playoffs oh. it's bush league hey bush hey, want to talk bush league so a guy comes down the ice what do you do then what do you do when a guy when you go to hit a guy and a guy ducks and you hit him in the that's not my fault i can't control the other guy's motion the nhl has to look at these things and say Wow, was there intent there? Like, use your head. Don't just assume because a guy gets clipped and it looks bad. I know that you're going to suspend him, Renzi. I can't. It's horseshit. Uh, I agree. 
And you look last yeah, night. You would do a better job than these guys. <laughs> and the best is George Peros and these guys. Remember, he's an ex-goon. He's in charge of, like, player safety. Dude. Yeah, yeah, but now. That guy used to kill people. Yeah, I know, but now he's captain, oh, yeah, now, captain yeah, safety. Now he's wearing uh, the suit. Yeah, the NHL he likes plays. his job. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he does what Gary tells him to do. Yep. You know, but, oh, we want to set a tone here. So, yeah, you guys set the tone. You're suspending everybody for body checking. And, guys. People know what they're getting themselves into, all right? They're NHL players. It's the battle for the cup. Everyone knows. It's a war. Yes. Every once in a while, you know, once a game or once, you know, once a night, someone's going to cross a little bit of a line. It is what it is. Everybody accepts it. Going out there. There's no need to suspend. You want to call penalties, fine. You put team on a power play. That's the penalty. Kadri cost the team the game the other night, all right? It was 2-1 with a couple of minutes left in the period. He goes knee-on-knee on on Rick Nash. He gets away with it, but the referee knew, Cam, that he got away with it. Like, it was, you know, I don't even remember. Like, it was a really cheap shot on Rick Nash. Like, Nash looked like he was seriously injured for a second, and the refs realized freaking Kadri. He got away with it, and then a second later, someone else on the Leafs, I don't know if it was Comrade, somebody hooked somebody, and it was a rinky-dink penalty, but they called it because Nash was still on the ice, and then boom, it led to a power play. And then after, Marner gets hit in the head, Kadri loses it, takes the penalty, boom, they score again. That's That's what ended them that game. It just, yeah, they were, you know, and you're the captain. You can't be doing that crap, man. It was just stupid. He shouldn't have gotten three games, but like you said, good point. And how about the Washington Capitals, like these guys? I gotta tell you something. I gotta tell you something. It's not even funny anymore. I like Barry Trotz a lot because he seems like a nice guy. But the fact that Braden Holtby is your goalie and he's been money for them year after year after year every year. I get it, Grubauer. You could have like tested him, but the fact that he gave up four goals in the first game, you start Holtby the next game. It's me and you, Gabe, I drunk. Know. We could have made that decision. So they throw him. I got to be honest with you. They throw him in the Speaking third of period. Being drunk yeah. since I got drunk Saturday. I was a little hungover yesterday, so I missed the start of the Washington game. Yeah, I was watching uh, the basketball. I, I know, was it was great, attention. great day for basketball. Exactly, we'll it was talk, great, great game. You know, OKC and Paul George, great game. So too. I'm watching the games, but I have money on Washington. So when I tuned in, Holtby was already playing. Same Third like period. Thought. Yeah. I thought, oh, good idea, starting Holtby today. But no, I didn't realize they started Grubauer again. Yeah, for two periods. Yeah, they just they, so they're done. There's so, no way in hell. So Columbus scores a late goal on the power play. Washington scores all their goals on the power play. But come on, Barry, like you're a guy who coached the Nashville Predators. Philip Grubauer has had one good season in the NHL compared to Holtby's almost decade. Like the fact that you started him to me is insane. And whether it's fair or not, it's not a good look for Barry Trotz because. Remember Nashville were good and they always hit the wall. Well, yeah. They get new a new coach, suddenly yep. they they take that next step. He goes to Washington and he's just finding out what everybody else does in Washington. I don't know what it is. You know, they don't play poorly. They just no, they don't are. win. The thing is, they're just not clutch. That It comes down to it. Like, they score goals. Like, oh, she had a nice goal. Ovechkin played well. Like, they look like the old Capitals. Know what the problem was? In each game, they've had multiple goal leads. <sighs> Columbus doesn't panic. They just come down and make it two to one each time, and then they tie it up, and then they come. Like it's unbelievable to me how strong mentally Columbus is. I'll give yep. them, a, and let's give Bobrovsky a lot of credit. I think he made seventy-two saves or whatever last night. Washington, they didn't play that bad, but Barry Trotz as a coach, you're you're a, you're a coach. If me and Gabe can make better decisions than you, maybe you shouldn't be coaching. You seem like a nice guy. Washington, uh, they're screwed. They're not winning the series. Not in Columbus. Yeah, they might they might steal one, but uh, they're probably do- they're probably done in. Look, five. there's five games left. They need to win four of the five games yeah. with three of them in Columbus. They're you know they're yeah. behind the eight for a team that has no real postseason success behind them. Big favorites in the series too. 
they were big favorites against Columbus. I they was weren't that them. big. It, now, they're, they're, no, they were like buck sixty. No, it, like it was like one. It was like one forty five when it opened. Oh, sorry. He said uh, Griff just texted me. Sorry, man. They say hi, Gabe, but uh, they just canceled, and I have to write for the web and the paper. But uh, they're going to play two tomorrow. Yeah, as you things you already know. But anyway, I got the text. I'll show you later. But he's writing an article and doing a TV hit. Sorry. Uh, I don't know. Well, at least he got back to it. Yeah, that, that's good. Yeah, it was very nice of him. Yes. I just really wanted him nine, to call in because I tried to book a guest for the first time. Nine, and nine, it didn't work. I'm over one. Ninety minutes later. <laughs> Hey, I tried, Moretz. You know I did. I was really working. No, hard. but the thing is, you know, listen, he gets. He's also the Jays beat writer. He's got to be on no, top no, of all no, this no. shit. He gets right? paid by the team. Yeah, he doesn't get paid by us. He has to be. Yeah. He gets paid by the newspaper. Me, he's a. He big, has to be right there out of the gate, to you know, to know whether they're playing a the game or not uh, to get it to, uh, get it to uh, his bosses. Trust me. And another thing is, he loves you, and he's always following on Twitter. He does all the stuff. Trust me for to come on the show. And remember, he said, remember the time we talked about the Expos. He did 30 shows that day. He yeah, said yeah, ours yeah. was the favorite one that he did. He wanted to come back. So I know he's busy if he can't make it. Yeah, that was when somebody died. I forgot who it was. It was Gary Carter. No, it was um, – I wasn't sure if it was Gary Carter. I was trying to think. Who who was it? It was um, It was right before the start. Remember, it was when we were doing the one-hour show. It was oh, – man, wow, time's just I – can't, I can't believe I don't even remember. Somebody passed away. It's true. Seems to be a common theme, unfortunately. I know. Um, also a common theme. Well, I had uh, Justin Smoke in my DFS. Yeah. Lineup. So what now? You got to J- J- you, you got to make a lot of adjustments. We'll talk to Steam Shrimps about it. But Baltimore, Boston canceled. The uh, the Jays game now canceled, and we already had uh, the other. Game. So yeah, we're talking three games right now. So yeah, a lot lot of moving and shaking going on. I tripled my money on DraftKings with my NASCAR lineup. I just, so, yeah, I, I just did the placed. same with golf, but I didn't win twenty thousand like Mayo. I, I, oh yeah, congratulations to Pat wow. Mayo, twenty k. What a win, man! Yeah, finished I, in third place. I, I think over at Fanduel. Yeah, he had uh, Sudishi. Uh, he had Kodaira, the guy who came uh, in insane golf tournament. Nice call, man. Kodaira looked good yeah, in the Masters. He, actually, he yeah. actually looks good a lot. Like I'm going to start riding this guy's wave game. I had 508.5 points on my golf team. Like that's unbelievable. And still, you know, could have won some more. But no, this guy, he's really, really solid. He gets no respect. And Mayo brought up a good point. He's like, the only reason I put him in, he was a top 50 player, and I think he was like $6,700 on FanDuel. He was one of, like, one of the lowest guys. Boom. Slipped him in the lineup. Guy wins a tournament. Siwoo Kim couldn't close the door. Bogey's down the stretch. Loses in a playoff. Third playoff hole. So how about this? I've got Justin Smoke at first base right now. He's $4,800. Alright, so Anthony Rizzo Cam, $4,600. Mm. Oh, too bad. He's not playing tonight. He's not playing. Postponed. Nope, nope that game's postponed. Eric Hosmer, day-to-day, not playing. Nope. Leads <laughs> me to Joey Votto. I love Joey Votto. Yeah, I could live with Joey Votto. Oh, it you is, could definitely is. live with Joey Votto. It is what it is. He's amazing. And also, I think he's in a pretty good spot tonight against, what are they playing, Milwaukee? Milwaukee? I don't know. I like Milwaukee to win the game, yeah. but, I like, but I like Votto to do all, a lot of good things for Cincinnati. I don't know if this is a freaking trap or something, Cam, but, like, the Milwaukee Brewers only minus 135. And I know. I like it, too. You're, it's kind of scary. Remember me. I told you, like, you're like a big bass. They roll you in. I'm like, uh, I'm like a thin little, like, I'm a thin little trout. You know, they're, they're reeling me in right now. <laughs> cheap, cheap, cheap. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping on the bait. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, the Brewers are minus 135. All right, we'll have to take a look at that. Brewers now minus 135. Tony Sincata steps up and in. And, uh, Tony, 
It's uh, it's chaos, man. You, you figure, all right, we put up with this crap in the NBA for the last month. <laughs> now, ice storms. And now baseball. It's like, I, I yeah, dude, I had Molina, St. Louis Cardinal catcher in my lineup. I was like, oh, I got to take him out. And uh, now Justin Smoke, we can confirm the Toronto Blue Jay game has been canceled tonight, Tony. The, you know the, you know the CN Tower, one of the biggest big buildings in the world. It's right next to the baseball stadium. It's a dome, but ice fell off the CN Tower right through the freaking roof earlier in the day, Tony. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I'll tell you what. I liked a lot of the Blue Jays hitters tonight. and I uh, had Justin Smoke in my lineup. Yeah, it's not good. You know, you guys were talking about the Capitals, right? And I don't watch yeah. a lot of hockey until the playoffs. Man, but in, in, in the first game, I, I saw the reason why they suck. They have the puck in in the in the scoring end, right? They're peppering the goalie, and Ovechkin's tied and took himself off the ice with the puck in in the in the zone. What other superstar hockey player is going to come off the ice at that point? He's his own worst enemy, Tony. No matter how good he is, know what he does. Most NHL guys have to give their full. They are on for forty to fifty seconds. The guy yeah. rolls out like two and a half minute shifts, and you wonder why in the third period you're tired. Well. You know, that's why. And the guy's been doing it forever. Like, he's an amazing player, but he's not a kid anymore. That, that, that shit used to fly when he first came in the league. Now it's a little bit different, right? And he's getting exposed. It's amazing, I'm, though. Like, I don't – who do we compare them shoot. to? He can still shoot, but – You know who like, they kind of are? They're, I don't know. Like, are they the Chargers? The Chargers never win, like, in the playoffs. But the, you know, but, but the Chargers they're, they're are never – but they're always not at that level. They're better. Level. The they Nationals. Are. No, I know that's they are, but they are. They're the same. Yeah. The Wizards, same the same Nationals – the way we talk about it, that city, but you know, an NFL team, I don't know, like they're, they just can't win. You know, whether they're good, whether just they don't have any luck, it just seems like whatever happens. They've lost both overtime games at home. Yeah, they're like, you know what I mean. Screwed. Like they're going in like they that you lose two OT games. It's not. It's not like they played brutal. I just don't like the decision because Holtby is a better goaltender than Grubauer, but we'll see if they can uh, salvage the series. It sucked for me, though, last night, Tony. I had money on the Washington Capitals lose. I jumped on the end game. I, I lose. Was, I was on the Kings. I pounded that game. L.A. Kings. I'm on the Kings. Look like they're going to win. Yeah, great. Cam, I'm on the Kings. I grabbed the end game under three and a half with eight minutes yeah, left. Right. Like, it goes from 1-1 one, one oh, to, like, boom. Like, to five. Uh, it's, Trust me, I'm, I got absolutely pummeled as well. Frustrating, man. Oh, I'm pissed. All right, uh, we'll talk some NBA basketball on the other side, and we'll get Tony's take on Derek Jeter and uh, the P.O. Box. That's the headquarters. Sounds like he's running a Ponzi scheme or something, Tony. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Well, the Toronto Blue Jay, Kansas City Royal Games was the latest casualty of the day in Major League Baseball. Adjust your lineups accordingly. Me and Tony will talk about this in a couple of moments' time. Toronto Maple Leafs playing the Boston Bruins right down the street uh, from uh, the CN Tower, but uh, not close enough that uh, the CN Tower can uh, <laughs> drop ice on the ACC. 
Air Canada Center is a better structure, too. It's a, it's a nicer building, a lot newer. It's actually. They used to play Raptor games at the old dome. What a dump. Remember back in those they days? Actually, no, the, no, they had a problem yeah. there when the game you were at. There was, a, there was a leak in the roof there the other day. Where, at the Air Canada Center? Yeah, where was the Raptors there, played. There, was there? I didn't notice, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that one either. Yeah. Did you see the video of me on TV, Tony? I saw, I saw, uh, yeah, Gabe Morrissey making a star uh, there. So, Gabe, I kept the whole game. I was distracted just looking for you. Like, I wasn't really, every time the ball would go down the court, I would be looking for Gabe Morrissey. Nah, you know what? We, we got on the screen once. Yeah, you, you were screaming, too. You were fired up. It, it was a good shot. I wasn't quite as close. Even though you're close, there's still... There's a lot of space in yeah. between the basket and, you know, the cameraman and all that type of stuff. I actually was a little too close, to be honest with you. It's one of those deals where, like, I was that, behind that the basket. That happens in hockey. So, so I couldn't yeah. see. I, I could see yeah. the ball go through the net. Like, like I was that angles. close. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's actually, like. You a, actually want to be back about four There's a black five thing rows. behind the basket Correct. that was in front of me. And I always had cameramen. Yeah. At first, it was cool with the cheerleaders. They're right in front of you. And a few of them were smoking hot. But, you know, you realize they're not going home with you after no, the game. And not. then it's just sort of annoying. They're in your way. <laughs> like, you know, it was just constantly people, like, walking past me all the time. Like, in the, you know. So, yeah, you're right. It's better to be about 15 rows up. But yeah. it was it was a good time. It was, uh, it was a great time watching them win. We actually won most of our bets. I lost the first half under bet, but I hit the in-game uh, in after. So, yeah, we'll get to the NBA in a minute. But, Tony, yeah, so you went to the game. Marlin stuff. You went to the game, yeah. and here it is. Uh, the game was delayed 15 minutes. As staff at the Air Canada Center trying to attempt to wipe up the moisture on the court brought by their roof leak, and you didn't know. Well, I saw them uh, wiping the floor up. They're always wiping the floor up. <laughs> so <laughs> exactly. it may be constant leak. How the hell am I supposed to? I'm in the fifth row and I'm drunk. I don't know. I didn't get leaked on. Why don't you go out there and help him? <laughs> I got warned for getting too close to the court once. Did you? Oh, <laughs> yes. Nice, nice. Yeah. You know and I, I, I got to be honest. I did, I did. You do not want to get kicked out of that game. If you're in the Sprite nah. Zone for 40 bucks, you can say F you. No, no, but you yeah. had good seats. You, you, it's one of those things. Like, we get kicked out they of the game. They were nice about it. Ball. It was yeah. a chick yeah. security She's guard. She's like, come on, buddy. She was nice about it. But she said, sir, I know you're excited, but you can't you can't approach the bench area. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I approached the bench area, and I started yelling at Jonas Valanciunas of the Raptors. <laughs> not even the other team. I didn't troll the Wizards at all. I got pissed off. The Raptors, like, you know, it was like a 9 nothing run or an 11 nothing run for the Wizards at one point. And uh, JV wasn't playing defense. So he was standing. You wanted to have a chat. He was standing there, and I went up to him, and I said, bro, bro, hey, JV. And he sort of looked over. I was like, play some F and D, man. I said, <laughs> <laughs> he, he looked at me, and I, I clapped, though. I wasn't like F you. I was like, come on, man. you got Let's go. Let's go. Play some D. And, uh, yeah, the chick security was like, sir, I know you're excited, but you can't approach the bench. <laughs> and, then, and then later in the game, there was a bad call. And uh, I sprinted to the corner oh, area, yeah, sort nice. of. Like, I jumped up and I ran down. the, I ran on sort of the area there. And same thing. They stopped me. And then they put a security beside me. Oh, God. But they weren't, like, rude about it. Like, the guy just, coincidence, he sat, like, on the steps near yeah. me. 
And uh, I was like, I took a picture. I put it on Twitter. I was like, God, they're babysitting me now because I'm getting too close all the time. You're on the watch list. Yeah, exactly. But the best thing was a guy two rows in front of me got into it with people. And he told the security guard, he said, uh, he said, uh, if uh, he said, I'm going to F and kill these people. And he goes, well, you can't do anything about it. And it was like, yeah, that's smart to tell the security that. So the security he guy. He gone. Yeah. <laughs> me, that's like saying on a plane, there's a J- bomb. Yeah, me yelling at JV yeah. wasn't Nothing. so bad. So yeah. like suddenly they all, so they you all were, circled yeah. this other guy. You were enemy fun. number two. <laughs> exactly. He was enemy number one. That was fine. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I don't know. It was, it was a good time. It was a very, very good time at the game. I was thinking about going to tomorrow night's game, but... Like you said, there's things you don't really notice when you're at the game, right? TV is actually a good experience yeah. nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll mix it up. I, I'm a fan. I can say I was at game one. I don't think we're going to sweep them. So no, my plan no, no. is I'll go like game five or six when they're back. You know what I'm saying? Or what, how, late, later in the series. Does she maybe, have a, maybe for the clinch. Does she game. have a mitt full of tickets? Does she, she have tickets to like every game? Or no. just so you're going game by game? No. Okay. But I tell you what, it'll be a hell of a lot affordable if we play the Pacers in the second round as opposed to oh, LeBron James. That'd be amazing. What do you think of that, Tony? You think the Pacers can actually beat these guys? Or I will never. Of, uh, I never let one game ever determine how many, like, someone would get hurt or something. Yeah, exactly. But. They were so much more athletically gifted than Cleveland. Cleveland looked like they were playing in sand. Like, this is a problem. And I was, you know, I was like, this Pacers team is trash. It's not very good. But the problem is they're so good. Like, Miles Turner is not your average center. A lot of Miles Turner detractors out there. And he, there are games where he certainly doesn't play well. But he's so gifted athletically. And I'll tell you what, I don't think they have enough Cleveland. You know, it's a good point that you raised. The Pacers also sold his team out. The president, like the, these guys, don't know. Uh, it's never, first. it's always yeah, that. No, yeah, that's never, like, never. He went up to never said, us. It's, it's always them. Yeah, yeah. it was them. They got to play better goes, defense. Yeah, they got to do. They this, haven't yeah. had playoff experience and stuff. Like, what the hell are you talking about? You're a team, man. But whatever. Listen, the Pacers were a nice team to bet on this year, Tony, and they were a good ATS team. And you uh-huh. know, in the betting markets, people respected the Pacers. But, but. Coming into this series, I thought that the number was even too low. I was like, why are the Cavs only like minus 600 in this series? And people were like, oh, the Pacers can compete with them. And I was like, ah, the Pacers aren't going to compete with them. It's the same crap every year. Yeah, You know, they'll hang around, they'll lose close games, and they'll get swept or they'll lose in five. Good point by you, though. Very, very athletic. They're a younger team, Tony. They're a younger, more athletic basketball team. And they also got a couple bullies on their team that don't put up on any Oh, my too. God. Lance Which I really Stevenson like. I love him. Insane. But well, he hates LeBron, right? So that, I, oh my God! That's pretty cool. I would love Lance finally to beat LeBron. I, I too. agree. Just once he can troll him after and talk smack. <laughs> you think he's gonna beat him, or he's gonna get chucked out of the series? But I think, like, I would bet the prop bet that Stevenson gets uh, chucked out of a game because there's no way he's not getting in LeBron's face by the time this thing's over. It's a good point, That's true. Cam, you're right. They've got tough guys like Bogdanovich. Is he's fitting right in he's as a youngster? Miles Turner bagging the boards. You know, look, they were just deeper yesterday. Oladipo goes off. He hits everything. Points. Great game for him. Miles Turner, sixteen and eight. Bogdanovich, fifteen and six. Uh, Derek Collison comes in there. Derek or Darren uh, Collison uh, comes in. There wasn't Derek Collison, wasn't there? Two of them. It was Darren and Derek. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Derek Collison. Once a black guy. Thaddeus Young. Um, you know they're just they're they're pretty deep and athletic, man. And you, know, you got Lance goes off for twelve and five, nice performance. And you look at Cleveland; they really didn't get a lot from anybody. 
besides LeBron. I mean, Ken, LeBron really wasn't, uh, you know, his typical self. Kevin Love's got to do more. There's not a lot of team chemistry no. with this Cleveland team. The key was Indiana came in there, and it was like 23. Like, they came in in the first couple minutes oh, yeah, of the it was game like 20 and to five, punched like, them in yeah. the face, and then they're like, oh, my God. Like, they weren't down just a couple. They're down 17, 18 points. It's perfect. I actually bet the pace is getting 10 and a half at halftime. I was like, oh, my God, getting That's 10 and a half. Yeah. I was, I was pissed I didn't take the money line. I should have. Yeah, me just, too. I, I thought I, about it, too. I took the points. I didn't take the money line. I me too. And then, and then we, oh, and I took then the, we pissed it away. Oh, I, I, took, took, I, took, I took the over, too. That was a great pick. They, they got to, what, 178 <laughs> points. So that was great, great, great pick, Brad. See, to the over there. So, uh, so Tony, Derek Jeter. I know you're a big Derek Jeter fan. Yeah. Um, I say that sarcastically. So we, we talked about Jeter last week and the um, – the deceptiveness. What's the what's the best way of putting this? Shady, I mean, shadiness. The shadiness of this, in which he's stating that I can't possibly owe the city of Miami money, and you can't sue me for it, because the corporation that you know owns the Miami Marlins is in the Virgin Islands. So Marlins man actually went to the Virgin Islands yeah. <laughs> and uh, discovered that it's a freaking PO box. All right, that's all they have. It's not even a real. It's not. It's nothing. It's a PO box, man. Like Derek Jeter somehow is sleazier than Jeffrey Laurie is in two weeks in here, Tony. It's unbelievable. Yeah, Jeter is. He's. I don't know. You know, he comes from a biracial family. I think uh, he has to be part Italian to try to pull this move off. Um, this is absolutely amazing. And now not going to New York. Now here's the thing. Like I think you are. Half right on why he ain't going to New York. Oh yeah, so yeah, you, you, yeah, so yeah. this is ridiculous. That he traveled with the team. I just find this strange that he traveled with the team, but he won't be attending the games because he said it would be awkward. That's the quote. Yeah. What does that mean? Here's what how would I would I would ask. See, if I was Derek Jeter and I was a reporter, I would ask Derek. Um, a lot of people are comparing you to Hillary Clinton uh, because Hillary Clinton uh, is was against ISIS but gave them weapons. And we find you did the same thing with the Yankees uh, with the G and Carlos Stanton trade where you received nothing in return. Uh, can you comment on that? And what would well, he do then? Well, I think that's. I think this is the number one reason why he's not attending due to the media. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. want to deal with any questions. Because, yeah, we all know Derek Jeter doesn't like media attention around him. You gave them right? a gift. Yeah, he's the owner of the team. He's going back as the owner. You know that he would have dreamed to go back to Yankee Stadium in the owner's box, and there's Derek Jeter, and he's shaking everyone's yeah. hand. Instead, exactly, he's going to go there. He traded Stanton to them. Stanton is striking out all the time. Jeter's reputation is taking a serious hit on a daily basis here. With everything that's going on in Miami now, Mar- Marlins man, <laughs> of all people, of all people to expose Jeter, Marlins. He's man, being owned by a fan. Derek Jeter's <laughs> being owned by a fan. Do you know how bad that is? That's like Pee Wee Herman being owned owned by uh, I don't know a Ralph Nader. <laughs> Ralph Nader. <laughs> What a reference. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman being owned by Ralph Nader. Well, that's sort of like. It's amazing. It's sort of like the people that don't like the Parkland kids, right? Yeah. Oh, oh my. We're not going to be told what to do by a bunch of kids. kids. Yeah, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, Marlins man is. It's like well, Trump. Marlins man did the Trump thing. and Michael Cohen, right? He, he, Stormy he, Daniels bringing him down in the end. Hey, did, you hear, did you hear the latest the thing though on the the Michael Cohen situation? Yeah. So what? No. He didn't want to give up his uh, his clients, and I understand that Sean Hannity's Hannity. one of them, and you're the other one. No, it's just so, me. So it's he handles, Trump. He yeah. handles your third party instances, right? Like when you sexually harass and maybe if something happens. Michael Cohen handles your business, Tony. What happened here with Hannity that he needed a lawyer? Like, do you ever have a lawyer when you don't need one? Well, Hannity's getting all defensive about it, stating, I just, I never paid anyone off. It's not a third party. The whole thing is, well, I don't know, like, why Why is he your lawyer? Like, why are you? <laughs> it's kind of. <laughs> but isn't uh, this kind of unfair to. I Listen, I don't like Sean Hannity, yeah. but. It's not of anyone's business who Sean Hannity's lawyer is. I agree. No, and just because I he has a lawyer doesn't mean that yeah. he's guilty. Don't anything. understand. But well, I, position. A lot uh, of people have lawyers. A lot of people have. I lawyers. don't know a lot of innocent people that have lawyers. Eh, you'd be surprised. Some but the thing just is, have them because they're paranoid. The thing is, Michael Cohen's not a very good lawyer, and the only well, thing, the only thing that he does is shady things to well, cover the, things yeah. up. So yeah. Well, the FBI's <laughs> actually leaked out that uh, we're not sure what kind of lawyering he's doing. He doesn't have any emails <laughs> on any cases. Really, exactly. It's like, like you're right. Like Sean, like I said, I'm not. You know, Sean Hannity's getting dragged into this now. But if you're Sean Hannity. Yeah, you'd have an entertainment lawyer. You guys yeah. had $12 yeah. million dollars a year. You'd have a endorsement. Yeah. And, all right, I've got an attorney that handles my stuff yeah. with Fox. Yeah, I got sued by an intern. I've gotten it. But, yeah, that's not Michael Cohen. Like you said, Michael yeah. Cohen is basically Saul from Better Call Saul. Let's just be real. <laughs> it's like when, 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 remember when Walter White, he's looking for an attorney, and Jesse tells him, because he's basically looking for, he goes, I need a criminal attorney. And he's looking in the phone book. And uh, and Jesse says to him, he goes, you don't need a criminal attorney. You need a criminal attorney. attorney. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you don't need a criminal defense. No, no, you need a criminal who's an attorney. And you don't, like, need, one, you and you don't need one from the yellow pages. Probably somebody a yeah, little bit Yeah, but what better. kind of guy like Michael Cohen, what kind of idiot runs around telling people I'm Donald Trump's fixer? And you saw, like, the guy you liked, uh, Cam, that went on TV and got his ass handed to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, the president calls Michael Cohen at all hours in the morning to fix a lot of things. It's like, what are you, an idiot? Like, how bad? Like, honestly. Like, what? What? where do these guys graduate from law school, Tony? And then you said, so they're even saying Cohen. Yeah, he doesn't even, like, he doesn't even have any clients. <laughs> like, the FBI, like, th this whole attorney-client privilege, they go, what? What a there is no, he doesn't have any clients. <laughs> He's not. I think Cohen's the type of guy that basically just got, and he went to, he went to like a community college in New York and stuff. Suppose that's why Trump liked him. He worked his way up from the bottom, right? Yeah. Um, I think that Cohen's one of these guys that thinks that since he has a law degree, that everything that he says in his, you know, everything's client. No, I'm a lawyer. I can, you know, I can do this. And it's like, no, you can't just go to law school and just like commit crime after. <laughs> it's it's nice, a circus. It is, it's a cir a circus. it is a circus. Well, I think that uh, Derek Jeter uh, probably needs an attorney right yeah, now. Maybe she call. call Michael Cohen. You think now? Here's the problem with this thing. I don't know how good the Miami government is down there and how that like all you people out there to think that this team is going to be able to leave and go to Montreal. They owe that city a lot of money and they They're have not a long, going anywhere. They have a yeah, they have a long-term lease that I don't think Miami is going to be too forgiving.
They might try to run Jeter out of town, though. Yep. Oh, I think they will. I think they already started. <laughs> Going to get Fidel Castro's brother in there. I think he'd probably be more popular at this point in time. Oh, he would. They would sell more tickets. And uh, what's up with Jeter, too? You notice he's looking more and more like Pitbull ever since he's moved down there. Oh, to he definitely is. He definitely is. Like, Pitbull is the most amazing artist of all time because he makes a song and he always brings someone else to sing. Exactly. And then he just yells out a few, a few, uh, a few entrees, Party. a few entrees in the Spanish um, restaurant. Like, he starts yelling about Chimichanga! And everybody dances around, right? And it's amazing. <laughs> like, he gets paid for that. He does. Okay, you got some picks for us? Well, yes, Gabe, I'm taking every home team in the National Hockey League tonight. Oh, Toronto, that... minus 105. Hey, just settle down, Tony. Just, everything's no, I'm okay. excited about that. I like, I, like your, I like the way you're going I about think the this. Leafs win tonight. Toronto, I like the Sharks. Toronto, right? Boston, over the number. I'm going to take a chance with New Jersey, plus 140. Nashville, Ooh. plus 145. Nashville, over five and a half. And SJ Sharky, minus 140. You're Colorado? Um, they're all sorry, sorry, Colorado, not Nashville. Thank you. And the over, <laughs> Milwaukee and the Yankees on the run line. NBA, Philly, Golden State parlay. Woo! Stay tuned to Morency and Steam Shrimps for all your DFS needs. Yeah, we've got How a lot of that DFS pay? A lot. Oh, no, no, the parlay, only a buck yeah. 88. Oh. I got late juice. We've got baseball DFS. We've got NHL DFS.